And we're coming to you live from Fulcrum Entertainment Studios. This is a very special episode of The Fulcrum Report. Fulcrum Report, second year anniversary. Make some it's demonetized. How far does that go? One time I want to try it like I think it's like if it's longer than like 30 seconds or something like that. I don't know. There's like some there's some like small time limit on it. But also it has to it also has to be the exact lyrics. I don't know if we were doing the we said and then like doesn't there need to be like the music playing behind me? Like it can't be just be be like happy. I don't know. I don't know bam bam bam. I don't know if that counts. Let's try it. <laughs> Folk report, everybody. What's going on? Uh, before we start this video, uh, if you guys wouldn't uh, mind, uh, please dropping a like on this very special episode. We have been around two years. We've been around two years and a channel hop. So if you uh, are watching us two years later, we are not on the Crate Dragon Films channel. We are not on the Star Wars or what was it? The comic experience. We're not on Star Wars audio comics. We are on our very own channel, the Fulcrum Entertainment channel. So if you guys want to subscribe to that, that would be really awesome. We're at 261 subscribers. We need 14 more subscribers to hit our goal. And uh, yeah, it's been really encouraging seeing that go up on the daily, uh, even when we don't post videos. So thank you guys. And then uh, comment below. We're live uh, every video. Um, we're thinking about not going live to get more views. So if you guys don't like that, uh, let us know down in the comments. No, please keep it alive. Quiet. But, You're giving away our trade secrets. Right. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, they're supposed to act. We're supposed to act like we're we're live, right? <laughs> For the future ones. You're like, whoa, Dale, that was a funny comment down there. <laughs> oh, that's Spence. I don't know if we can say that on the show. You just come up with a whole bunch of this. Um, and then uh, real quick, bell notifications so you know when our live videos come out or when the videos come out. But uh, yeah, Fulcrum Report. It's our pop culture podcast here on the Fulcrum Entertainment channel. We do all kinds of crazy stuff over here like gameplays and comic dubs. But uh, this is where it all started uh, two years ago. It's it's pretty amazing. But I'm your host, Sebastian. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Revan Winter Soldier. Um, but yeah, let me shoot it off to the, the one of the first people I ever came in contact with on this uh, on this amazing uh, platform we call YouTube. Uh, what's going on, Gilbs? What's up, guys? And I have regretted that meeting ever since. <laughs> no, no. Right. <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, yeah, how's it going, everybody? I'm Gilbert. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's right there on the screen at this point. I'm not. I'm going to stop saying it. You guys can see it. <laughs> uh, right there on the screen but uh yeah it's yeah two years ago today or well not today like two years ago last week technically but yeah man it's it's been a ride it's been pretty trippy too uh later at some point in the episode i would like to take a just a trip down memory lane with you and see all the stuff we've we've predicted and got wrong but uh it's pretty wild yeah we we've we were around before episode nine so like that was uh, an entire ride like talking we, about all the yeah, we were around stuff. before captain marvel we were around before harley quinn endgame yeah we we have demand we have like it's like watching a child grow we've been we've been through all this <laughs> we predicted that the mandalorian would suck and then watched it and then found out it was amazing no i'm just kidding <laughs> but uh it's been really awesome and then uh i also want to just uh double thank you gilbs for not only uh, just being awesome and helping me out with this podcast, but uh, the rest of this channel, they they dumped us over here 
And uh, it's given us an opportunity to kind of like branch out. It, you know, it was like mild bummer news to find out, though we're not on the, the Star Wars Audio Comics channel anymore, but that's more like free reign to play Call of Duty and, and swear at little eight-year-olds. So yeah, Or have eight-year-olds swear at us. But yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> it's, it's been fun. And, you know, I think this, is a, this was a good move. Cool, cool. Um, thank you, everybody. Uh, and then thank you, Gilps, for, for joining us today. Yeah, it's absolutely. been a blast. Okay. Um, let's shoot it over to uh, our buddies in the UK. I think this is my, our, our, my first UK friends of all time. It's, it's, uh, we're going to start first with uh, Impartial Marshall himself, Machinima, Machinima Man. What's going on, Marshall? <laughs> Hello there. Yes, over the past two years, I've had so many names. Uh, I'm like Khaleesi from Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, it's been a it's been a good two years. It's gone really fast. It feels like about two weeks. Uh, but yeah, happy to be here. All right, right. It feels like a long time until you start like. Well, then we when we start talking about what we actually covered, then it's actually like kind of wild because I remember we had like an episode where we leaked. Um, galaxy edge info because i live in california so i met somebody that worked on it so they leaked a whole bunch of info and, the, and then now it's open and then now it's closed actually <laughs> no, nobody's allowed to go in there yeah uh, yeah it's uh it's it's nice to have a, a constant in this uh uncertain world you know we have right a, a, to know that you the, can come back at the end of the week every every week exactly. and know that your buddies yeah. are going to be here and Sometimes it's midweek because none of us can tell the time or know what days are. But <laughs> for no one, antibiotics are going to yeah. come out of the field. And by, by none of us, I meant me. I'm the one who can't tell the time or know what days are. But <laughs> so, all right, real quick, I just want to I just want to put this out there. Brody of House Marshall, son of the son of the Machinima Men, or no, son of the Impartial <laughs> and the Machinima Men. <laughs> I just had, I just what, do you, what do you think about that name, Impartial Marshall? I, I oh, think I, it's I good. Do. I think we I'll need to add with, more I'll, onto yeah, it. I'll add a whole freaking thing. This is just off the top of my head. I got to I gotta like write this oh, down. I was just hoping thing. he would stick with his bit and be like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. I want to see like a 5,000 word it. essay on it, Gilbs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, you'll, it you'll have to take like a whole 20 minutes just every episode just to say it. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. It's it's excellent having you, Machine of a Man. And uh, it's funny because, yeah, I think we we were originally just trying to interview um, just voice actors. Then it was like strictly a Star Wars podcast. Then we were running out of Star Wars stuff to talk about. And then we opened up. And then that's just kind of how it is now. And then I, I wouldn't like I dig it this way. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, the, the, the first one was kind of felt like a job interview. But now, you know. You just kind of come on, you sat in your underwear and you don't really care. So, yeah, it's a... <laughs> I used to get nervous for these. Okay. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like the first 50 episodes, I was uh, I was pretty nervous. But yeah. I would always, every time I had the, the stream, I'd be like, that was horrible. That was horrible. I talked over everybody. Everybody yeah, hates I'm me. I'm so ugly. <laughs> People told me I was ugly as fuck. <laughs> Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is the member episode. By the way, we want to say what's going on to Dale Erdman down in the comments. One of our uh, most faithful uh, followers. I think they've been following us since uh, literally the beginning. So thank you so much, Dale. It's it's been a blast. And uh, let's to another to another two more because uh -huh. we like ending on odd numbers. We're gonna make it to our fourth year anniversary. <laughs> That's still an even number, by the way. 
<laughs> well, like an odd, like an odd, like as in strange. But okay, if you, if you say so. I mean, it's Can't not that sure. strange. Like your entire presidential system is based on years of four. <laughs> oh my God! Do we a need fulcrum a fulcrum term? Well, I was going to say <laughs> a, at four years, I think we need to have the folk Olympics. Uh. Oh God. <laughs> I don't even know what that would entail. <laughs> well, you still got two years to figure it out, so. We need to get some other nations involved, though. It can't just be, like, America versus the UK. We need to have... Yeah. Instead of WrestleMania, we could call it Fulcomania. Fulcomania. Oh. this Saturday. Watch all your favorite podcasters as they, they smack down. <laughs> I love how it can only go so far. <laughs> all my yeah. improvs go go past like the first two sentences and then you can't do anything but uh okay <laughs> Bef- let's start our episode with uh let's uh introduce also one last guy uh there's only one and only one of him are you in the cupboard today sir no uh, no i'm not in the cupboard today uh, did the cupboard is that like did that just get thrown out the window is that a is that still a thing uh, so um since we go live uh i don't do anything in the cupboard the cupboard is where i do like my uh full full-on recording so back when we used to record separately i would go in the cupboard gotcha um, so that's now like that we go live I, I do it elsewhere because my setup is elsewhere okay i know sometimes if i can i'll try i can like do it on the couch but it's it's a pain but so <laughs> you got the <laughs> but uh that is the most comfiest place to do the podcast but uh yeah i'm in my office and it's not bad uh yeah crazy uncle harrison everybody he's out of the cupboard i did all that for that (laughs) (laughs) welcome back two years later it's it's amazing um uh, it's amazing making friends with you and uh and it's just been a blast yeah it's it's uh it's fantastic how long i have managed to stay on a largely star wars themed podcast and there is still so much that I haven't seen. Stuff that I haven't even told you I haven't seen because I don't want you to make me watch it. <laughs> how, how long? How long was it again that you covered up that you hadn't seen uh, the Last Jedi? You just kind of. <laughs> I think it was like for the first <laughs> year he he did that. Yeah, I, I think it was about a year. <laughs> and then you're like, all right, I have to say something. I have, and then you and then you mentioned Justice League the other day. How you never saw that? So. <laughs> How was that, by the way? What was that like as a surprise? Uh, as a surprise, it was nice. It was really fun that you guys had planned a surprise. As a movie, I am upset. <laughs> I I wanted those two hours of my life. I've been saving them. I was like, oh, thank God, I never have to waste my time watching Justice League. And then suddenly, now you oh, no. <laughs> well, guess what, Harrison? I'm only kidding. What is Harrison watching today? <laughs> well, Harrison, we're watching Solo. Oh, oh have you have you never seen Solo then? I can neither confirm nor deny whether oh, I've seen Solo. That's good to know. Oh, okay, that's good to know. Like I said, we can't we can't surprise you every episode though, because then eventually you'll just stop showing <laughs> up on the show. So like. <laughs> You'll never know when they're going to happen, Harrison. And when you least expect it, you're just going to go to pull up your phone on the toilet one day and then it's going to be like, wah, 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 solo watch. <laughs> Streamers are going to drop down in your bathroom. It's like, how the hell did you guys get in my house? 
<laughs> I got really confused when you said streamers are gonna drop down. I thought like Jack Septicai was gonna like parachute his way in. <laughs> Top of the morning to you, Harrison. <laughs> I was gonna see what's his name parachutes in. Uh, Danny Sexbang. Oh and God. An invitation. Who? <laughs> uh, the guy from Ninja Sex Party. He's it's a it's there a band. Go. Oh. He's basically Sebastian, but like ten years older and with a rock band. <laughs> and not and like half as pathetic. Oh my. <laughs> well, I was I meant in like looks as far as like you know. He's a, he's like I a feel like anytime there's a, somebody with like a large amount of hair and they're like skinny, it's it's just Sebastian, right? Uh, pretty much. That's <laughs> like that's oh, that guy showed up in the van, in the the vampire trailer. Oh, it's Sebastian. Oh, there's <laughs> that guy in in Devil May Cry. He has long hair and he's skinny and white. It's Sebastian. <laughs> I usually think of you as uh, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, Sebastian. Oinks, oinks! Oinks, Scoob! It's the Harlem Globetrotters! Zoinks, Gilbs! Ruh-roh! Sebastian! Like Zoinks, Scoob! It's Don Knotts! You know, you know what's sad? So I feel like we're making a bunch of data oh, that references. That was so good. Was that you, Marshall? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one was good. That, that was really good. <laughs> what was you. the one we found out that I could do really good on the pot? Okay, we found out that Sam can do a really good Thanos. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sam came out of nowhere with that Thanos. And then Sam my best one is SpongeBob for some fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> I don't know why. You do so many others. I've been practicing my Vader voice my entire life, but SpongeBob. No. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. The French version. Speaking, actually, speaking of Darth Vader, that's a good segue into this. Fulcrum quits question real quick. Oh shit, that's right. We gotta do it. No, 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 it's all good. Yeah, we're gonna segue. <laughs> it's all that's good. That's a nice feature segue, Gilbs. It's all good. I changed back. Right. Okay, so a uh, quiz question for episode eighty-seven. It's our uh, it's our second it's our second year doing this podcast, and it's a blast. I love this. And I I wouldn't trade it for the world. That's probably my favorite thing I do in my life, <laughs> which is really sad. But Ooh, shots uh, fired at your girlfriend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to, Gilbert. There wasn't a wedge, and now there is one. <laughs> anyway, I think she doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, okay, so quiz question for episode 87. Uh, Funko Pops. There's a ton of them. Oh, God. I have, I have, uh, this week I picked up, uh, I, I feel really bad also. I want to say, Mission of a Man, I, I promised you a Fulcrum Friday, like, what, three Fridays ago, and that never happened. So I changed uh, the name. It's, it's, uh, it's Funky Fulcrum of the Week. Funky or not Funky Fulcrum. Your, your fun Funky Funko of the Week. There you go. What happened? So, but you could still call it Funko Friday, Sebastian. Yeah, but I can never. I always forget it's Friday, and then it's like Saturday. I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a funky, funky Funko of the week. There you go. So uh, I've been, I've been preparing for that. I picked up like a Doctor Evil and a Hans Gruber, and it got me thinking. I was like, I wonder if there's any Funkos that have ever been created that you maybe wouldn't want after the fact like for example kevin spacey funko you know Ooh, or a, that's a good idea or a jared from subway funko <laughs> you know what i mean Ooh. Ooh, I like this. <laughs> so the quiz question for today is and then this is a, it has to be an original one so it's not like you you guys can't find it anywhere right 
but the Funko is what would be a Funko that you maybe would have got and at some point in your life, uh, you know, now it's like gone negative value. You don't want this Funko anymore. <laughs> it's like the Pee Wee Herman Funko, you know, you don't well, really. <laughs> well, stop giving us things that we can't use. <laughs> right. So I'm just trying to get the, the rules out because I'm going to get to the end and you guys are going to give me some obscure answers. I'm like, that's not what the rules so, were. <laughs> so, what was the question again, Sebastian? I'm so confused. See, I told you, see, would, Gilbert gets it, but it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a uh, Falcon report if, <laughs> if Marshall didn't get the question. Okay, here let's let's pick let's pick somebody. Um, who would we not want a Funko of? Help me out, Harrison. This is just a preliminary round. Who would we not want a Funko of? Um, we wouldn't want a Funko of uh, Chairman Meow. Yeah, <laughs> Chairman Mao. <laughs> Sorry, I know someone who calls themselves Chairman Meow. Okay, that confused okay. Me. That sounds like a really bitchin' screen name. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, the, the, the like, uh, Kim Jong-un Funko Pop is probably not the thing you want to have on your shelf. Uh, what's the, a Bill Cosby one? See, I'm giving away too many ones. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's enough. Yeah, so <laughs> come on, my shit of a bit. You, you good now? <laughs> Okay. You understand? Okay. <laughs> After I yeah, gave up all right. the good ones. All right. Okay. <laughs> Here we are. I just made it more interesting. But anyways, uh, let's go to Star Wars Squadrons. We got some last last episode, I think, uh, or at least it was it was our last episode, right? We talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit because the trailer came out, but we didn't yeah, actually so we see any that gameplay. Cinematic trailer. <clears throat> yeah. And it was fun, too, because we predicted some stuff uh, inadvertently. And then now we have the gameplay trailer kind of letting us know all all what's going on with this thing. So uh, I'm going to shoot it off with the, the residential uh, other Star Wars nerd here on the podcast, uh, Gilbs. What are you thinking about this guy, Gilbs? We we have a, you know, a five minutes and 46 seconds. And I uh, that's quite a bit for Star Wars fans to geek out over. So, yeah, let, let me know, like, your first impressions and what you think. Uh, all right. So I think it looks pretty cool. Like, as far as what they talk about, you know, it being, uh, having several modes, like there's the single player, so it has like the store, the two different story modes for the Empire and the, and the Republic, or yeah, the New Republic, and then it also has, uh, like, uh, the dog fighting mode, it has like the, just the sheer amount of customization they have for your fighters, I, I think it looks actually pretty cool, and I'm looking forward to it, although, if it's only gonna be first person, like we were talking about last time, I'm, I'm not looking forward to that, because what's the point of, of upgrading my pilot, if I can't see him for like 90% of the game? Yeah, so it's confirmed that, uh, and I don't know if it's explicitly said in this guy, but I saw in an interview afterwards with the developer, they asked if third person is is an option, and they said absolutely not. Um, they said because obviously, like like I always c complain about with Star Wars Battlefront, like it's really fun to go into the first person mode, mm -hmm. but it cuts off a ton of your field of view. And you're at a huge disadvantage. So they're like, oh, well, if we if we gave third person views, then nobody would, you know, play the game, you know, like we intended. So nobody would play the game like they wanted to. But <laughs> um, there's a lot of fun stuff in here. Is, is there anything that kind of jumped straight out at you, Gilps? Well, yeah, obviously they're trying to make it as immersive as possible because like they have what looks like. There's like a radar on the side here. It looks like like actual UI. Yeah, I'm guessing the targeting computer that and then your life bar. That's what I, that's what I get from this. Either that or this is the targeting computer and this is your life bar or something like that. 
I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to need like some sort of flight manual to pilot these guys. See, what I'm worried about is being able to see. Because, I mean, as cool as the TIE Fighters look, <laughs> you can't see crap out of this thing. Like, you really can't, can you? Like, all right, so as far as like the A-Wings or whatever, or the X-Wings, you, you have this nice big open space up here. Whereas in the TIE Fighters, it's like... Ooh, but think about it this way. Look, at with your X-Wing, though, you only have half your screen, kind of. Whereas... Mm. I suppose. I, I see what you're saying, because it's like a lot of it is just this console here. But it feels like you have a lot more vision up up here, as opposed to the uh, the TIE Fighter, where it's like you can't really see anything. There we go. Another thing was like... Um the i heard them mention like the the cockpit view on the a-wing you know that's a nice a nice open cockpit mm -hmm. so the developer was talking about how like that it's it, it's an advantage this is kind of a bullshit reason <laughs> but he's like it's an advantage to not be able to see out of your tie fighter it's like blinders what you know what you're not you're not focusing on all the crazy shit going on around you. It's you're focusing on what's in front of you. Yeah, you're not focusing on the guy shooting you from the side. <laughs> <laughs> but for real though, right? I don't understand. I'm taking the UI though, by the way, because I feel like they're not going to have any. I think they had an option. They were mentioning also mm -hmm. that there's going to be some like standard UI. Like if you can't read all your little layouts, if you can't figure it out. But if you want to be fully immersed, you can turn it all off and play with the stuff that's that we're looking at right now, which is kind of, I think, how I'm going to want to play, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, anybody anybody feel me on that? How, how are you? And then I'll go in depth on each one of you with, with more questions. But uh, how do you, Mission of a Man, would you like to, um, are you going to, if you play this one, because I remember you telling me first person makes you sick. But uh, are you? Would you play with like the the tactical HUD that's like provided for all players, or are you gonna go with your like little custom in ship one? Um, I think once you got used to the controls and like, uh, well, especially on PC, like what keys do what, that I'd probably turn the UI off because it would look really cool, uh, flying around without all that extra stuff on screen. But yeah, it, it's a weird one for me. Like, usually I don't need a demo to know if I want to play a game, but I'd like to know how this is going to make me feel like, am I going to get motion sick from playing it? So I don't want to, you know, waste my money on it. And I'm trying to figure out, yeah. like, the graphics nowadays are pretty damn good to where we're, like, all the things that used to make me motion sick were just like, mm -hmm. you know, it's because you're staring at a black skybox with stars rushing by you. Yeah. But now there's so much more um as long as you're not like tumbling through space i guess and doing that like you know loopy loop thing um i'm things have been a lot easier on my on my tummy <laughs> you know? yeah it, it's just it's just weird to me that they don't add a third person mode like they're bragging about the customization for the ships and stuff but okay then what about this if they're yeah. so if they're so because his explanation was oh if we had third person nobody will use our first person okay what about we meet in the middle just come out with like a separate mode where it is the third person ships yeah and, and, and then everybody's use, a third yeah people would use the first person mode because the people want to play in vr so and then i would play in first person if yeah. i knew everyone was playing in first person so like you know what i mean if we're all in a level playing field then badass yeah, and you, I, can, you can they could literally have a first person only mode or a third person only mode like PUBG does mm -hmm. no it's not it's not it's not difficult yeah yeah 100 percent. see but okay yeah, 
but like, I, but admittedly though, you gotta admit there is a, a, a significant advantage for the guy who has this ship versus the guy who has this ship. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, Gilbert, your blinders are on. You're I, like a horse in a race. You're well, then prepare first. for prepare for everyone to do, to be uh, on Republic side, and then all the other people being like, "Fuck, I don't want to be on the Empire." Because yeah. <laughs> a whole bunch of surfer bros are playing. I don't want to be on the Empire, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, exactly. Uh, what do you think about the immersion of this uh, in-game HUD, Harrison? Would you would you opt for that or what the what you know uh, the additional option that's provided a more simpler you know? Yeah, I'm not sure. I uh, played uh, Elite Dangerous um, for a while. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> I I like loved bits of it. I loved the immersion, but in that it was very easy to just sort of enjoy it and get used to it quite slowly and um one of the things that i actually really worries me about this is the size of your ship and like the shape of it and having to compensate for that when you can't see any of it right like, it's like yeah that's you... a really annoying difficult part of um elite dangerous is that it's all first person from the point of view of being in the cockpit so you it's really hard to see like if you're about to like smash into a wall and think about say like the tie bombers like the cockpit is on one side oh you're right so yeah like the other side is gonna be like really far out and i think i don't i don't know how this is gonna feel i totally there can also be some like maybe side indicators letting you know like you know because our cars i don't know like modern cars now my car doesn't have this but like modern cars for the most part have it where it's like beep 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 oh i'm gonna hit a pedestrian i guess it'll have to do that Hmm? i guess it will have to do that yeah it will have to right just like in the middle of a dog fight i think that'd be really difficult and also again speaking about elite dangerous elite dangerous the combat in that the kind of dog fighting and that was just really chaotic and really hard to actually track anyone and see what was going on so i i don't know whether i'm worried that this will be the same that one looks fun gilbs is that the uh is that the that's the u-wing right from rogue one yes let me see uh it says it right here yes that's the u-wing yeah see ships like that look so comfy i'm like can i just actually go sit in that and just chill you also have the Tide Reaper. Was that also from Rogue One? For I like a second, I don't think so. I think this is a new one. This looks like a. I've never, I don't think we've ever seen this one before. It appeared in something. I'm trying to remember what it. was. Maybe it was like Solo or something. It appeared in one of them. Maybe. But, I, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. They create these ships for a reason. So it's like, oh, we we don't have our third ship to have, you know, in our game. Let's throw in a random ship, you know, from <laughs> from the background of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Ooh, that visor looks nice though. It's kind of like a Cadillac in space. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's let me ask the uh, the next question. I'm gonna go on to uh, Mission of a Man next. I, or yeah, yeah, Mission of a Man next for the the bigger topic question. But um, I noticed uh, we were talking a lot about uh, the the war room last week. Was that was a feature uh, you were excited for, right, Mission of a Man? Uh, yes, like like the planning table. Uh-huh. So. I don't know what's going on 100% because I was excited for that too. I'm, I'm, I've been reading a lot of like the Thrawn novels and, you know, that has a lot to do with, um, if you guys follow Uncart Slaughter on on uh, YouTube, he's a YouTuber that does a lot of um, uh, Star Wars uh, naval uh, 
you know, strategies and all kinds of stuff. So I was excited for this part, but then when you get into the, did you guys watch the video and hear, hear what he said for the most part? And then, like I said, there's an interview I should have sent to you guys, but he's saying that, well, the planning room is basically a, a place to show off your pilot and yeah, and to each other and, and yeah, you're actually supposed to be like, all right, the bombers are going to go this way and the and like the X-Wing is going to go fly that way and we need a support guy over here. Like it's, you're actually supposed to plan like they do in Star Wars, but it's only for like a, a you know, a short like two five like two to three minute thing. And then I don't know what they're okay, here's another thing cuz I I they're like at what extent do we get planning to? You know, I imagine maybe going up to the table and getting some objectives, but it's not like we can tell the capital cruisers to be like, all right, well, I need you guys to go forward. I'm going to have some of you guys go off to the left and then and then me playing with my team. Okay, you guys, you know, mm-hmm. cover a a freighter. Well, you know, I don't think that's going to actually happen. I was hoping for more Rainbow Six like planning sort of thing. And they kind of made this seem to be a or dishes where you go and dance with your buddies and show off your your cool X-wing flight suit, and then they were talking about the the strategy coming in because because they did mention like oh this is the planning room, but they're like oh basically what you do here is you talk with all your buddies and you're like well I'm gonna Gilbert would you mind pulling up this screen with uh, all the all the, like the the ship customizations all the that grid of like weapons. Uh, well, all right, say that again. The grid of there you go right there. All right, yeah. All right, hang the on. components. Oh shit! And right, right before that is the Ewok. So. There you go. <laughs> okay, so so basically, planning room is gonna go like this. It's gonna be like well, I'm gonna equip equip my thing with laser cannons and a turret mine and you know this, and then there's supposed to be some sort of synergy between all this. Where then Machima Man, you're like, what are what how what are you gonna equip your ship with? Oh, uh, improv time. Uh, let's go with, um, tactical shield, uh, auto aim cannon would be quite useful. Oh, and... we were right. There's repair droids. Oh, I'll uh, go on then. And a repair droid. I'm assuming you get three choices. <laughs> there's repair system. <laughs> that, so, so, but the, do you get there. the point now? There's yeah, there is the point. I, there'd be the, yeah, I do. I do yeah. like the. The, the sheer options they gave us because uh, we are going to be very customizable with this guy now. But this is this is the extent of planning. Is this as far as it goes? It's like, hey guys, I'm going to have some ion torpedoes on mine. Make sure yeah. you guys have missiles. I mean, realistically, if you were playing with four other random people who you don't know, that area is going to be where a 13-year-old tells you that they made love to your mother. No one's going to plan tactically <laughs> together. Come on. Dude, that's straight up where you're going to see the Transocean doing the floss. Or like the worm. <laughs> oh, please don't add Fortnite dances to this game. They're gonna add some. They said emotes. Please. I don't oh. know. Well, it's probably just gonna be like you can lo- like shoot off flares or like fireworks or something from your from your plane. You know. Oh really? Like well, I'm not. I'm just guessing. I'm like if they get oh, if they okay. add emotes or something. You know, when you get a kill, like you just launch off a bunch of blue flares or something because haha, no, I killed you. Nope. See, we need to work for Call of Duty because I feel like that's <laughs> you know or, I mean? or like a special, even though it wouldn't make sense, a special horn that your thing has. <laughs> exactly. If this had Call of Duty like cosmetic DLC, and there's someone flying around Invader ship with an anime waifu or a big weed, a big weed leaf on the side, a, a, like a bright pink, uh, like a Tie Fighter. 
<laughs> have you been playing? Oh, they okay. So they did show. Uh, okay, that was something I was kind of stoked about because they were okay. And then I'll I'll shoot over to. So thank you for your thoughts, Mission, my man. Uh, I'll shoot this next question to Harrison. Their um, Star Wars is very anal when it comes to like customization. They're like you know, and um, and then thank you, Gilbs, for having all these wonderful things up here on the screen. Mm -hmm. But uh, that was one of the reasons why the, the past two Star Wars Battlefront games were so limited because they're like, oh, we're only, you can only do what you can use in the movies. You know what I mean? And now we're going to be able to basically customize the ship however the hell you want. You know, it's you want a red TIE fighter already? Fine, have a red TIE fighter. Um, I guess, you know, pink. I imagine there would also be a pink. Mm -hmm. yep. A girlfriend that would probably want pink. Probably like, sorry probably to, like flames. Sorry to uh, interject, but I remember when Battlefront 2 came out and they said, no one wants a pink Darth Vader. And now they're adding pink. You can add pink to your ships. <laughs> it's only a matter of so, time. Like, yeah, well, I, I remember like another thing too is like, they're like, oh, well, we're only going to use canon stuff. And then they're like, that's why there's not that many skins. And I'm like, uh, there's like five different iterations of Darth Maul. There's like a couple iterations of this dude. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? I could create a list. I've seen mock-up lists of, of all the missed opportunities. So not only did they, did they just like, you know, shit the bed on not having you know the best of the best cosmetics in there and, and dropping a hero once every two months or something um they really messed up on that so uh, it is nice to see that they are not letting canon dictate the custom ability of of, of how amazing you know your ship well, can be and all that but, well by doing that they're kind of creating new canon that means that that I, I said it before that this means that now funkos are now part of the star wars universe same way same way that coca-cola is you know and then, like I was telling you off air, I think if you watch A New Hope or it's one of the dogfight scenes from the originals, you can see that the the guy has a little model um, inside his inside his cockpit. And yeah, it's like straight up a an X-wing bobblehead. So yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, dude, there's the Millennium Falcon little thing too. Yeah, I wanted to mention that too. I didn't notice that before, but the, every, I I I, always, I instantly drew to this thing, but I didn't realize that there was also the Millennium Falcon right there. It's too distracted by the Ewok. It's technically worse. I think, like, <laughs> wait, what? Like, Falcon, right? I I am incensed by right because essentially, I love Star Wars. I like the world of Star Wars. I like the characters. I like the whole thing of the Empire fighting and having the rebels. I like their story. I don't want it sullied by the idea that. The characters in Star Wars are also just merch whores like we are. <laughs> yeah. And that, like, they're like, oh, hey, man, I found this, like, really cool little, you know, pendant that looks uh, the shape of uh, the Millennium Falcon. Oh, it's a pencil sharpener in the shape of Millennium Falcon. Oh, it's a cigarette lighter in the shape of the Millennium Falcon. Like, this, I hate the idea of, like, one of them Mon Calamari walking into a forbidden planet to go and try and buy a <laughs> bottle opener that looks like Kylo Ren. Like, you know, more than it's tripping me out here because uh, he has like a ship hanging up inside of his ship, but like in our cars, we don't have cars hanging in our cars, you know what I mean? Oh. Yes. We don't have cars hanging from our rear, rear view mirrors. You know what? That's bull crap. I, I once saw a car with like three little model cars like glued to the dashboard, so don't give me that BS. Yeah, I, I, I think that'll have it, It's more the like. Like this thing of like acting like it's like our world is not what I want from Star Wars at all. I don't okay, want so you would to want to have like, like sort of bobbleheads and, and little dice hingy things, but more in universe things. 
Yeah, so like like if it was like, you know, some sort of like uh the space equivalent of rosary beads, you know? Like that I'd be interested in. Oh, a dream. Do, you know do uh do space taxis have beaded seat covers? We don't know. We want to find out. Like but <laughs> I don't want I, I don't Oh oh I see. Want it to be again like merch and like all the worst stuff that we do. Oh I see when it's a, like when it's a cultural like, thing the, or uh, the equivalent would be like No, go ahead. No, it's just like yeah, it, it, it's different. It's not it's not our stuff. It's not like oh, you know what? And then I want them to go to go to KFC because KFC is my favorite thing to do. Um, <laughs> and like uh, it's just like really kills the immersion for me. It, it like it points out that oh, all of this is like some nerd's idea. See, is 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 it official that this is canon then? The bobbleheads and stuff. I guess so, right? Yeah, there you go. Is he does is he have in his hand? Well, if, if you see it in, a, in another Star Wars thing, then yes, that means that means yes. But I don't know. I haven't. I suppose. I suppose not really. It depends on how well it's received. Well, and then obviously <laughs> this whole story is canon. So, like, just to answer that, uh, one of the things I don't know if any of you guys know this is a huge deep cut, but a character that I've been dying to show up, uh, uh, Ray Sloan. Do you know that one, Gilbs? Uh, race. I can't say I do it. It's I'd pretty make... unique character for anybody that's into the books or anything like that, or the um, which is super like this is why I'm excited. I think she showed up in a comic once, but um, the for the most part, it's just this really badass uh imperial officer. She eventually ends up becoming um, uh, a, uh, what is it, Grand Admiral. Um, it, it, so if you read any of like the aftermath books, those those guys Ray Sloan so shows up in that one. But then if you also read the novel about Kanan and Hera, uh, how they met, uh, she also shows up in that. So she she's a very very like prominent uh, like uh, officer that does quite a bit actually off screen, and this is probably one of the biggest ones. So I'm mm -hmm. stoked to see Ray Sloan on screen. Yeah, let me see if I can um, pull her. Uh, let me see if I can pull her up. She's for the Imperials, and she's she's African American. Nope, person. That's not. That's, I'm, that's I am well aware. There. I am well aware of that, Sebastian. You do not need to tell me. I can. I have eyes. What the Raceland? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Like I think I, I pulled up the wrong person on that one. I think you were about to give me. I thought you were about to give me crap for it. Oh no! I was gonna say that's her, and that everybody should stop judging. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> get get woke, yo. That's Raceland right there with the mustache. <laughs> yeah well what, whatever I don't know if we can find it right now yeah, well, um, Any anything in this uh, let me ask you and then we're going to kind of tidy up on this subject but anything uh, like canon wise or story wise that got you excited we have Wedge, we have Hera, we have Bray uh, Sloan like I was talking about um, Inferno Squad uh, Ida Versio might show up mm -hmm. um so, yeah. what, what's getting you excited or something that you would like to see well Hera being there was cool so my hope is that, that what they'll add for, is like a special support class or a special like a special class or whatever for the ships and then they'll put like you know Luke's X-Wing or they'll put you know the ghost or hopefully maybe the Mandalorian ship I doubt it but maybe oh the Razor Crest exactly the Razor Crest or I guess even if you want to go Star Wars Resistance you could put the Fireball Ooh, that would be cool. There's a lot of great ships in that show, actually. 
So yeah, like I think they, I think that's going to be the real draw is that they're going to start adding DLCs where they where you can have all those special ships and 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 it's going to end up where no one wants to fly around in their in their crummy old X wing. I'd rather fly around in this thing and like you know the, I'd rather fly around in the Ghost or the Millennium Falcon or in the Slave One. Dude, the Ghost. I think, or at least a mission where we fight alongside the ghost would be really badass. Yeah, like, and I'm sure, and I'm sure, I am almost certain that if they do the uh, the uh, what's it called the the campaign, I'm almost certain that they are going to do a thing where they have you fight alongside Hera or you know we, we like Inferno Squadron or whatever. Yeah, I would like to see a little bit of uh, crossover with Inferno Squad. Mm-hmm. I think also this takes place before battle or at least before the the battle of jakku so that would be fun to see like aiden versio when she's like still evil you know what i mean yeah exactly um that would be fun because i i like kind of going back when the character was you know bad or whatever Ooh, would we, uh, do you think we'll see what's his name he was also in resistance i think he was in the battle of jakku uh it was the like the, he's the mechanic oh, chief you about jaeger yeah Ye- uh jaeger yeah yeah dude so, that'd be rad so maybe like watch. He like, shows it, up in the uh, in the novelization of episode nine. They have him have like a a little voice line. Kaz and everybody shows up, so that's pretty cool. So yeah, I would love to. to yeah, hear that'd, from be, him. that'd be kind of cool. Also, yeah, the imperial officer, the the guy that ran that entire station, uh, what Doza? Doza was oh, also. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that'd be cool to see him. But uh, I'm digging. This also ties into a couple novels, the the, uh, the Alphabet Squadron and the latest Alphabet Squadron that's come out. Um, what else? It takes place after after Return of the Jedi, so it's nice to see some like what happens after. Finally, you know what I mean, and and not none of the other bullshit that we got with seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> um, any any last thoughts on on this, you guys? Uh, oh, Mission of a Man and Harrison. I wanted to to get your thoughts on one last thing, but. The uh, the five v five. They seem very adamant about this. Uh, I'm going to shoot this first one to Harrison. Is that enough players on the field to do anything? Or are they going to add bots? Um, is it like uh, a permanent I, thing? I think it will be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think that will be. And again, I imagine part of that is to try and avoid the true chaos um, of something really large. I think. I think we're just a bit spoilt these days with battle royales and the like. That mm-hmm. having a, a small, smaller teams face off against you like that was how we were doing things for a long time. Which I'm fine with. My thing is just like in what Star Wars movie have you ever seen where it's like, here's the big Star Destroyers versus the big Rebel ships, and then like five, send out all ships and just five measly Tie Fighters. I mean, I've definitely seen it where five measly TIE fighters are the only ones that survive um, <laughs> and so become the only important ones. I mean, you know, if Star Wars had taught me anything, one X-Wing can take down anything as long as all the other X-Wings die first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wonderfully put. What about X-wings, you, X-Wings uh, work in the same way as ninjas. There is the inverse rule of ninjas. One ninja uh, is unstoppable and can kill everybody. But many ninjas are weak and are destroyed quickly. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Yeah, uh, Mission Remain. What do you What do you think? Five v five is is that enough action going on, or does that like immersion breaking? Um. Okay, I, I'm gonna try and put this in a way where I don't go on like a 40 minute rant about games, as I <laughs> often do. But Just about um, games in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 5v5 for me um, is probably my favorite kind of multiplayer 
if it's in the right setting. So Battlefield 4 is one of my favorite shooters of all time. But that was obviously 32 versus 32. But in the setting, it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't want to play a 5v5 uh, game mode in Battlefield 4. But in Rainbow Six Siege, where it's all tactical and you get one life, and it makes sense 5v5, right? And then, like, some of my favorite maps in the new uh, Call of Duty are the 5v5, or the at least 6v6 or whatever, but the smaller exactly. Yeah, I think Call of Duty does it well, having best of both, you know, huge game modes and the smaller ones. Uh, this, I don't know. Um, uh, it seems, 5v5 doesn't seem enough for, like, big, intense, interesting dogfights, but... I don't know. Five v five, the maps are going to have to be kind of small as well. Um, There's going to have to like also be like an era of illusion, if if so. You and I mean, like, let's say there is a five v five, and you're saying, okay, smaller maps, or maybe they they bring us through like sections of the the thing. You know what I mean? Um, there is going to be need to be some sort of like illusion to me not feeling like I'm this tiny ant in a in a football field. You know? Exactly. I can. If I was a betting man, I'd say they're going to have, like, butts in there like they did with Titanfall. Titanfall was obviously, um, I think it was 5v5, but it might have even been 4v4, the multiplayer. Okay. But but because they had, like, other enemy types and butts and stuff to do, to, to kill around the map, it never felt, you know, really empty or boring. So if they had, like, enemy butts like that, uh, same with For Honor as well, uh, 5v5 combat they have other enemies you can kill around the map that aren't players right can you imagine if there's just five soldiers running around <laughs> yeah so if it's like five, five right. players yeah but each team gets maybe i don't know 10 npc uh fighters to to shoot to charge your power-ups or your special or whatever they're gonna have uh i think that'd be be interesting but yeah that would be cool to have like some non-player characters to kind of mine mine your skills off of or whatever you want to exactly make. yeah exactly oh if i kill these guys then my thing charges faster blah 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 or get health um, yeah also for players who aren't particularly you know good at 5v5 multiplayer games it's something for them to shoot at and practice and get better i guess yeah there you go too right because you yeah. don't want to play the whole game getting crushed by everybody that's no fun uh-huh so here we go, you guys. It's Star Wars Squadrons. It comes out October. It comes out October. <laughs> Are you buying it? Uh, I might. It it depends. I have to see more from it. Like if they when like you know how they start releasing a little bit more by closer to its release. So I'm hoping that we see a little more about their customization or like maybe the mechanics of the flight or how it works. Like so, we'll see. I'm Probably see like we'll see. in match game play. I think you know what I mean. Yeah, like that too. I'd like to see some some like gameplay, some actual gameplay of like the like not just all right. This is demo gameplay. No, I want to see some actual players like playing it. You know. Yeah. But um, yeah, maybe. And then I'm trying to. I don't know. I'm kidding myself. I'll, I'll most likely. I'm, I'm the guy that hated Rise of Skywalker. Yet I bought it like day one once it dropped on Blu-ray. Yeah, like so. we all know you're gonna buy it. <laughs> you buy I'm just trying to figure out like how quick I'm gonna buy it. Do I have patience to be like yeah? I have other shit I'm playing right now, or am I going to be kind of stoked for this? Because right when I watched this trailer, I think I busted out like my PS3 so I could play like Starfighter. Mm. So, <laughs> what, what if what if the collector's edition comes with a Funko Sebastian, like an exclusive Funko, <laughs> but it but it's like five hundred dollars for the collector's edition? 
Uh, no. Would you bite? No. You you would. You liar, you would. <laughs> if, it was the Ewo- if it was that little Ewok motherfucker, you absolutely would. We all know you. I, I have an Ewok. I'm trying to think if... But if do I you have that Ewok? I don't think so. Was that Wicket, huh? Yeah, it was. <laughs> but it was like... But I actually looked it up because when I saw that, I looked up the actual Wicket uh, Funko. It's not the same one. Like, that's a, that's like a... If they make that thing in real life, it'll be like an exclusive one that they that's brand new. That'd be kind of cool. I'm like, I'm just excited to see like all the Funkos that you can st- stick in your ship. Like you know, it's not gonna just be the Ewok. There's the oh, other dude. ones. Grievous. They should put a Grievous one. I want, I want a Rodian one. Rodian. <laughs> okay. Uh, Marvel's Avengers. Alrighty. This is the head scratcher for me because uh, first of all, it's, it's been announced for eons. Um, I think they've been talking about it since like what 2016 or something. Mm-hmm. Way before we even started our show. Um, and we're still fucking. It's has still it, has it been that long, huh? Has it been that long, really, since the announcement? It's been a very long oh time. They put out like a teaser, and then one year there was like nothing, and then they put out some the A Day gameplay, and I think we're still a year late, a year after that. Did the A Day game gameplay come out last year, Gills? Uh, yeah, I believe so. It's actually around the same time that we started this channel, the Folk Entertainment Channel. Because I think that was our that was the first episode we did that was on this channel. Oh, weird. Yeah, and um, how we were talk about how manly Black Widow looked and all that shit. And, oh, they don't look like the MCU characters, because this isn't the MCU. I remember having a you problem with Captain America's look, but everyone else looked fine. You don't Captain like America Marvel. looks like a live-action Homer Simpson. But <laughs> <laughs> like, he, like, he looks like the dad from a sitcom comedy that you forgot about. <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> He's wearing his entire suit is hockey pads. <laughs> uh, besides that, we okay. So real quick, we we got some. Uh, it's called the War Table Gameplay Reveal Event. Did you guys actually watch this? I watched this live. I uh, no, I didn't watch it live. No, no. Did you check it out at all? I've I've looked at a little bit of it, yeah, just to like just get a little like a basic understanding of the game before before we uh, got here. But I didn't like go in depth with it. Okay, you know what? This is a perfect point for me to start off. I'm gonna start with Harrison actually first. Uh, Harrison, where's the excitement for this game? I hear no. This is a fucking like this is Avengers, Avengers Destiny or whatever. Why what? Why aren't people excited for this guy? I think because we've been burnt before. Mm-hmm. Like um. I don't know, it, it feels like, especially this sort of thing where we've got loads of different characters that can switch between. It reminds me of, uh, was it Marvel Ultimate Alliance? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, yeah, so you're saying we already have this kind of... Well, yeah, and to be honest, just I often find these games kind of boring. Um, I don't know. They concern me a bit, because like, I'm worried that it's going to end up being like uh, just Lego Avengers, but not as good. Mm-hmm. You're right about that, because, like, some of the best games, uh, like, yeah, LEGO Avengers is probably the best Avenger game you can buy out there, right? Yeah, because, like, a lot of those games, like, the switching between the different characters, um, for many of them, like, is quite clunky and ends up with actually the characters feeling the same, even though they're entirely, they're supposed to be entirely different. You know, you end up with characters like how, let's say, like X-Men Legends. Where essentially the abilities of you know Beast are probably going to be the exact same as like another character that's like really strong. So you know 
Colossus has the same abilities as Juggernaut, that sort of thing. Um, and I'm worried that we'll see the same sort of limits with this. I know we've seen Iron Man flying around, um, but that's sort of like the minimum that you have to do for Iron Man. Yeah. So I, I'm really concerned that it's just going to be lame. The thing that's like getting me a little, like I think I want to play this for sure. Um, especially the story, like after playing PS4 Spider-Man, you know, I'm at least invested in like the story. I want to check that out. But um, the, you know, what's kind of like making me a little like bored about this guy is it's, it does seem very, it just seems like, um, like I've, I've literally been here and done this. You, with, probably, with, you probably have. <laughs> no, but with not only like Marvel games, but just with every like game ever, it's like you guys kind of showed up. It almost looks like they're showing up a little late to the party. You know, it's like look at the three mm. skill trees and look at and you and you can have story missions and co-op missions. And I'm like, this is basically just like Borderlands, kind of like mm. Borderlands, Destiny, Avengers. Which don't get me wrong, it's like I mean, it sounds fun, but like that would have been cool if I played this game before i played destiny or before i played a diablo or anything like that now it just feels very derivative of it and it seems like they're kind of late to the party instead of them doing something a little more innovative uh they give us familiar and comfortable um and i think that's where we're getting a lot of the him hawing also i heard somebody mention that like yeah you have it up there on the screen guilds the um the gameplay that we got to see nothing's exciting about watching you know some guy play the game for 20 minutes while he's literally just smacking around like 100 ai and, and a couple big tanks like and there's not that showing off combos you know what i mean and uh is that gonna be art is that gonna be the experience the entire time this is like giant waves of guys and kill this tank all right go kill tank number two and you go over there and there's guys waiting for you and you kill them all i mean which is games but it's just like there just there seems to be a lack of originality. Um, Mission of a Man. Uh, I I guess we'll kind of pick it up from there. Do, are you feeling me on that? Does there's or are you, or are you just kind of like yes, Avengers, Marvel, I'm in. Yeah, I I kind of feel the same as you. There's just there's just something about it that's I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. Why I'm not hyped for this game? Because on paper it sounds amazing. You know, an Avengers game, but. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Especially if I told you guys like years ago when like there's going to be an Avenger game, you're going to be, it's going to be multiplayer co-op. You can all play your own Avengers and do your own roles. And mm. But the closer I we get, it's like. Yeah, I've, I've got to compare it to how DC done their movies. They started with Justice League and didn't give any build up to the other characters. I, I would have much preferred a, a solo another solo Hulk game or another solo Captain America game. That would have been really badass if they did yeah. what the Marvel Cinematic Universe did and give us each of these games individually. Mm -hmm. And that would have took them for years. <laughs> but, but, uh, but like, that would have been super rad to be like, yo, you remember playing as Iron Man in this game? Well, it's that exact same gameplay and everything, but it in a game with five other guys. Which is what they... Yeah telling you this is they're like oh iron man's gonna play like um like anthem and hulk's gonna play like hulk thor's gonna play like um well, uh, god of war god of war so, captain america but that, that, like that would be my thing though is i i think it was actually wise for them to put it all together because if you were to tell someone hey man we want you to play a thor game 
and then we want you to play uh, a Iron Man game, which have completely different mechanics. And then we, w- but then you're gonna play a a, a third game that's gonna have both of them in there at the same time. I'm like, I feel like you're asking quite a bit of of people. Like, first of all, that for them to to continue to play all these games like that, because some people may not care about the Thor game, some people may not care about the Black Widow game. Yeah. No, it is a. It, I do agree with you, Gilbs, that it is. It's like it's safe for sure to start off with with Avengers. You know what I mean? And then also like yeah. it gives you a nice starting slate. Exactly, and then once you once you find out what works and what doesn't, what the fans like, then for the next game you can be like, okay, we just just take this, that out, this out, and then let's leave this in and make it better. Yeah, like I feel like this is absolutely just their test game because they, and they're planning on making another like maybe Avengers two or they're, or they're working on other stuff from Marvel. I, I you know that this is gonna be like a games of a ser- as a service thing where like they they're saying about like oh after a couple months they're gonna add new heroes for free. <laughs> Season uh, two. Yeah, see, right, we're going to be Gilbs, we're going to be doing a battle pass. <laughs> yeah, when do video games become fucking TV shows? <laughs> right? Uh, or more more so like contracts, like I'm in a contract, I'm on my season four contract right now with Call of Duty. Pretty much, <laughs> yep, same here. Is your contract up yet? Nope. Can you go play other games yet? Nope. Um, but uh, let me think, the... Uh, Oh, okay. An odd choice for me, and I want to shoot this next one to you, Gilbs. Uh, Camilla Khan. Why her? Like, out of all the Avengers, she hasn't even showed up in the movie or anything, obviously. like Well, for, in my mind, I think it's because, for first of all, she's going to show up in, a, in her own TV show. Yeah. Like so, that, so they're already, they're getting the new Marvel fans who aren't, who may not be as, as uh, familiar with Kamala Khan. They're being like, hey, guys, check out, we got Miss Marvel here for, for all you. And then also... I mean, clearly, uh, they're also trying to get the, uh, you know, a different kind of audience. They're trying to get a minority audience, which, you know, cool. Like they're trying to get, they're trying to get girls. They're trying to get people of color. They're, and I'm, and I'm all for that. Well, yeah, I think you're right with that. Where it's like, if it's just Avengers, that's an instant sell to the people that have been buying yeah, Avengers. That's, a, that's an instant sell to the four of us. But if it, but if you tell that to like maybe a 13 year old girl, she's like, oh, I don't care. But if you tell her, oh, hey, there's a 13-year-old girl who also is a superhero, well, then maybe she's a little more down for it. I want to do, like, a, a Billy on the Street. You guys ever seen that show? Just go up to people and be like, there's a girl in Avengers. Are you going to play? <laughs> wow. There's a 13-year-old girl. Yeah. She has boobs. Are you going to play the game, uh, little girl? You, just need, you need to not. D- don't. Don't ever say that again. Do you know what I mean though? It's like is I do I do see what, what you're saying though. It's like is this why we put her in And it's in? and it yeah, it's not it's not like she's a token character. I I Miss uh Miss Marvel is a well established character in her own right in the comic books. I'm just saying, like I feel like for this particular game, they're absolutely trying to get a, a younger audience and they're also trying to get a female audience for that. Which is why she's My, the main character. Also like a thing for me, I'm like, why right? She's the main character, which is a little trippy for me too. Um, and I think it's just because, like, we get a Miss Marvel. Where's Captain Marvel? I got a better question. Who cares? <laughs> I think that, that the other day, that's, that's what we, this entire game is. It's like, who cares? I think we will play it, but I don't think Watch, Eventually, gonna... yeah, they'll put, like, season three or something like that. Captain Marvel comes back from space or something. Mm, they're teasing it the entire time. See, Gilbs, we're so good with this. We should just start writing this stuff. It's like, oh, the, the Wakanda, you have Black Panther. Hey, Marvel, give us a job. Right? We're good at this shit. Just, we, what if, uh, what if, oh, oh my God, Ultron? That would be kind of badass, actually. I think the Silver uh, Surfer would be cool. 
I do want to mention really quick. Uh, so, do you, Marshall and Harrison, you said you skimmed through this, or you didn't watch it at all? Oh uh, yeah, no, I have had a look at it. Like okay. skimmed through. Is this something that we're all gonna play one day? Like, if we can all queue up our systems to co-op it, because like that's what this is all about, right? I'm, I'm also thinking to myself, like, okay, so like, if we don't co-op this, is this gonna be that great of a game without your buddies? No, I don't think so. I think this is absolutely one of those games that that it like they'll have this single player so that you can have some like have a story to it. But it's also like the main part of it is going to be like kind of like Call of Duty. It's the main part is playing the multiplayer. Right. So I'll be able to play the game by myself. But like and then and then like they talk about how, oh, if you don't have friends, don't worry about it. We'll match you up with some AI teammates. And I'm like, that sounds really boring. Sounds lame. Not boring, but lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I would have uh, team up with my buddy. <laughs> or at least like team me up with some random other people that are lonely online. Don't just give me my, It's know? like I'm bored. You know, actually, no, I'm depressed. <laughs> Basically. I don't need no Avenger game to make me more depressed. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, I, if I wanted to play Depression the video game, I'd just plug a PS4 controller up my ass and control my own life. Slide in Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda is not worthy to be inside me. <laughs> oh, that's what you think, sir. <laughs> um, all right. So, <laughs> the last thing that I think I wanted to comment on this guy that at least got me excited because the entire time we keep seeing gear, 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 gear. It's it's Diablo too. It's like Destiny Avengers. You know, pick up loot. But then we've all been pretty bummed, at least a, a portion of the internet, because they're like, oh, okay, you get the Iron Man gauntlet upgrades, right? And it's like, oh, cool, you have new gauntlet upgrades for my or my new Unibeam. But when you put in the new piece, there's absolute zero ex. Uh, um, the cosmetic change to anything yeah oh so it's like oh i'm gonna put on these shoulder rockets you know what i mean but it's cardinal not like you can your, of upgrades. Your... huh it's the cardinal sin of upgrades yeah there is nothing worse than the you look exactly the same <laughs> i know you imagine like unlocking the, the planet hulk armor for hulk and you put it on and then he's just not wearing it <laughs> Well, and then here's the thing is, okay, so for cosmetics, though, like for skins, it's going to be just like a straight up skin that you put over your dude. But yeah. when you get your gear, nothing changes. So like somebody, you mentioned uh, Planet oh, Hulk. Here, here I, had it, I had it up here a second ago. Planet uh, Hulk has melee weapons and shit. You know what I mean? And that that's not going to be a thing in this game. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, so what it looks like is that it's mostly going to be like, I guess you can unlock new new like attacks and stuff like that. Okay, so this is like the skill tree portion, but mm -hmm. then there's another portion that talks about gear. Have you, okay, have you yeah, so it's the one right next to it, right? It's right there. I don't, I don't know if they. Let me see here, right there. Perfect. Now, if you guys take the Avenger skin straight off this thing, you will be looking at Destiny footage because this is what it's like playing Destiny or Diablo or any other. Uh, here, guys, give me another, another one. Uh, I don't play those kind uh, of games. Borderlands. Borderlands. Um, yeah, that's just what this is. So, like, look, you have the repulsor. What do you have right here? And yes, your your abilities are going to change, and and you're going to shoot green sometimes. But for the most, like, nothing changes. 
you you put on your costume. See, so the next slot's cosmetics. So you'll put on the black Iron Man armor, but all these little individual slots aren't going to do shit to. Another thing also that I've been trying to think is like, okay, for all the characters loot wise, it kind of makes sense. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, Iron Man, you find components for him. Um, Thor, you're going to find like hammers and shit, I guess, which doesn't make a ton of sense in universe, but. (laughs) How useful. I I found a box of spare hammers. Right? It's like, oh, I'm going to melt. I found the, I found a hammer. Oh, this hammer is bigger than this hammer. I'm going to break this hammer down. I found this tiny mallet at Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some of these these suits look pretty cool. Yeah, but Mm. here's the deal. That's just a flat-out skin you buy. It's not like you buy individual little... Oh, there's... There we go. Oh, no. No, go back. Yeah, I know. There it is. There you go. Hulk sniffing his armpits him up. (laughs) At least I feel like with this, I'm more excited for emotes with this than I would be a Star Wars game, to be honest. Because, like, yeah. star- with this, I'm like, okay, there's room to be goofy. You know what I mean? There's comedy in Marvel. And, and, oh, and, wow. Yeah, and it's, it, it's like, it, now, we're at, now we're at the Call of Duty portion of it. You can have nameplates Name and, plate. and, like, a, a logo and stuff like that. You have your own little, oh, like... Straight up, right. <laughs> this is straight up the calling card. Yeah. Which death also has this game literally is just rip off the game <laughs> well it's like have you ever played a phone game and then a marvel version of it will come out and you're like oh cool and then you go download it and you find out that it's just the marvel version of a, the same shitty ass phone game that you've been playing you know what i mean yep. <laughs> yeah marvel strike force uh <laughs> dude i uh don't mention that game to me again <laughs> never mention that game ever again is that the one you were checking out? Yeah, I, pl- I played that for like a month, and then instantly I realized this game is lame. Well, I was a huge... I was extremely into a Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Have you ever played that phone game? Uh, no, but I've heard of it. It's the exact same thing. You get your, like your 3v3 or whatever, and you, you fight each other on a line, and everybody takes turns. It's, it's basically like the, what, like the, the turn-based fighting portions in... Uh, in any like uh, RPG you've ever played, or mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it's you just collect the different Marvel here. Here, so I was I was a huge fan of the Star Wars one, and then Marvel Strike Force came out. You start playing that, and then yes, you are playing a Marvel version of it, but you literally feel like you're playing the same game, just with like a different skin over it. And um, yeah, just mildly disappointing. It's cool, but I would have liked to see more ingenuity than that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I haven't played a mobile game since. Uh... Angry Birds Star Wars. <laughs> oh, I played that one. <laughs> Angry Birds Star Wars. Well, all right. I thought you were gonna say till till uh, what's the what they keep Realm Royale or not Realm Royale? What's the one they keep trying to get us to sign up for? Clash of Oh, Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Harrison, let them know what what the password is for today. What they'll get if they if they go long oh, on yeah, them. Yeah. Um, so you'll go and you'll get. Uh, 800 silver, um, you'll get your first popsicle stand for free, uh, <laughs> and you will also be able to get some hidden secret images of uh, that orc chick with the huge boobs who's on Instagram ads all the time. Um, <laughs> they're not fancy pictures, they're, they're just more pictures, but you can have them. Um, and all you need to do is uh, go over to Raid Shadow Legends and uh, use the promo code Fulcrum Suck My Ass. 
<laughs> You're right. Keyword: Fulcrum suck my ass to get your 800 silver and exclusive character. You heard them. Yeah, wow. the two S's on dollar symbols. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dale Erdman down in the comments by the way was saying, "Okay, look at this right here." Okay, so like for I, I was gonna mention this. Okay, so for some characters, it makes sense that like doesn't make sense all the way. So we were talking about like Iron Man components. You know what I mean? It makes sense to be able to swap them out. It doesn't make sense why he's finding them laying around the battlefield. But but then you get to characters yeah. like Camilla Khan and Hulk, and I'm like, what? What are you exchanging? What is this right here? You is that her fucking shirt logo? <laughs> Go angry Joe on this! I swear to God. Yeah, she puts. Uh, well, I don't know. I I guess heavy blitz, heavyweight blitz insignia. I didn't, yeah. Metallic analysis. Do you see that right there? Yes, There's literally fucking font that says metallic analysis. Why? Why is the gear in this game Captain Marvel logos? And then not only Captain Marvel logos or, or Miss Marvel logos, but they're not even interchangeable. Look. <laughs> am, I, am I crazy? I think you might be. Who here think, look, bracelets. Ooh, cool, bracelets. And then watch, in the little menu, it's going to be different looking bracelets, but nothing's going to change on your Captain Marvel. That's so lame. <laughs> it is. And it wouldn't be a fucking report yeah, without that's like, passion raging. I think, yeah. like, I was all with you at first, and then, like, when it was pointed out that there are skins that you can change, I was like, oh, well, if you've got that, then, then, then I don't care. Because, like... <laughs> Like that means that the upgrades aren't there to change your image. Skins are there to change your image. Yeah, upgrades but any other game you play? Any other so, play? Okay, Destiny. Okay, no. chess so, piece. That different chess piece. All right, I see on. what you're. I see what you're saying. It's like every like in other games, every individual piece of armor does something different. It's kind of like in Fallout. Like you can wear all kinds of different stuff, and they each do have like they each do different things to your stats. I see what you're saying, mm -hmm. but I think that you're getting a little like. It's, it doesn't really matter because, like Harrison said, you know, uh, you're allowed to. You can make your skin whatever you want it. If you want a Planet Hulk, you can be Planet Hulk. You want to. You want like movie Captain America. Shit like this, like what a lame <laughs> piece of gear. No, for real though, you're playing. Let's let's grind in this this three hour long dungeon. All right, guys, what did you get? I got an an epic Camilla Khan chest logo. Okay. Okay, Seb, I think you know what you're, you're you're complaining one minute about this game is copying every other game, and then when it suddenly doesn't copy every other game, you're like, what the hell? Why aren't you copying every other game? Okay, then here's the thing. Okay, so we have gear. Uh, okay, it obviously, like, that doesn't work for Camilla Khan. Gear wouldn't work for Camilla Khan, so you want to think maybe more, like, biological. Where are we messing with fucking, like, DNA strains and shit? Or, like, you know... Things more along those lines. She's an inhuman. She's Terrigen. It's more scientific based. Same thing with the Hulk. He's more, I'd imagine, maybe like getting different strains of, you know, different DNA things and blah, 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 blah. Not like, oh, here's the skeletal structure of the Hulk. You, you, I got a new skeletal structure of the Hulk piece and a new Hulk pants piece that makes me run faster. You know what I mean? It, it just, like, some of it doesn't make sense to me all the way. Like, like, you know what, mate? You're gonna, you're gonna stop playing games. Do a whole camera, you, huh? Say it again, Harrison. Like you've got to stop playing games. Right? Like games are just too much for you. Clearly, like, <laughs> you lose your crap. Like, if, if if you're not gonna be able to cope with this, buddy, like whew, I tell you, like don't go looking too deeply into oblivion. 
Oh, you'll be upset. Well, no, that's not 100% what I'm saying. I'm just saying, How like, come that made me a vampire? He didn't bite me. He hit me with a stick. That doesn't make you a vampire. <laughs> no. What I mean is like, okay, so they, they, this is clearly Avengers, Avengers, uh, what do you call it? Destiny. Why didn't they just easily make the gear pieces, the, the pieces that you put on your character instead because of like... it would look weird to have a Planet Hulk helmet with a freaking, you know, like the wearing the zoot suit. Or having like an oh the old like the old metal Iron Man like you know like the the V one helmet with like his Avengers you know, like the Infinity War suit it would look bizarre and it wouldn't look cool. and you would complain about that said you would yeah, complain about, about that about you'd this. be there going oh you can get this like authentic costume but then you could just like go and put any like helmet on with it that's completely <laughs> unrealistic that's the suit that goes into space and that's the suit that goes into volcanoes. The seals don't match. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, I just tell you when we're all playing this, when we're not all playing yeah. this game, first of all, because I have a hard, I have a hard time believing that any of you guys are going to play this. Um, <laughs> when I'm playing this, I just know it's going to be extremely irritating to be like, "You have a new hammer," and it's going to be like, "All right, let me go into my inventory. I have eight fucking hammers just sitting here." And then, the, and then, and then you put on the hammer, and it's like, all right, it does some extra damage or whatever. But my hammer doesn't look different. But then you'll be able to go to the cosmetics and change your hammer there. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's so, it's, yeah, it's not organic though. Okay, I'm moving. <laughs> um, talking to a wall. No, I hear you. I hear you. Yes, I can put on my my what is it? My fucking Hulkbuster Iron Man armor or my classic. My classic AA meeting Thor or whatever. I get it. I, I don't not get it. Um, the, the, the segment all started off, actually. I was super excited because to hear that the cosmetics, uh, there's some in-game unlockable ones, which got me excited. Because I had a feeling like they're showing us off all the, the, the Planet Hulk and the, uh, what was those other cool ones you're showing off, Gilbs? Uh, they had the Planet Hulk. They had like the, the Iron Man from, I think I said, like Infinity War. Uh, they had old, like the, the original uh, Black Widow suit. Here, let me see. I think I have it. So some of those are actually unlocked in game, which I was like stoked about. I was like, oh, finally, because I, I thought they were that. I, that's where I thought this was all going. I thought this could be like, oh, you can get the gear in the game. You can play the game and get the gear, but your guy will never change looks. You know what I mean? And that's and then if you want to look different, then you pay. But I come to find out, yeah, they they threw some uh, they threw me a couple bones and. And got some blueprints in there. Obviously, there's gonna not be that many, but at least that's pretty cool. Look, yeah, right I there. Mean, you'll yeah, see. yeah. I, I just had, there we go. So yeah, there's. I mean, there's a significant amount. That's what what portion of those are in game uh, compared to like um, what do you call you have it? To buy. <laughs> there's a marketplace button right there. Yeah. See. So <laughs> all right, I'll I'll grant you that. But I mean, but watch, then you'll end up having like before you know it, it's there's gonna be a little scroller right here, and you're gonna have like a whole bunch of them. Like gonna be like hundreds. What did you do? Did you just pull her up just to get me angry or just to say something stupid on <laughs> Uba certified diver? Wait, what? 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 Gilbert, pull this up. You have to. Sorry. What? This is like, it's our two year anniversary. What, so what I feel am like. I, what am I pulling up? Uh, on the Discord. Oh, God. I don't. I can't even. <laughs> it's a cyberpunk, but this is a two year. What would we. <laughs> can't have two year without some Brie Larson rage. Hang on, let me clear up the chat so Gilbs can see. Oh my god. <laughs> She's a mushroom forger. That c comes only second to her acting. 
you know that Brie Larson like she's not out there acting. So, so is it, are we talking like the the fun mushrooms or? Also, we have scuba certified diver. I want to go take a class with Brie scientific Larson. American subscriber. Okay, that's like a magazine, I guess. A dog mom. Yeah, I'm sorry. You are not Captain Marvel. You're the actor that plays Captain Marvel. <laughs> and generally stalked. Stalked. Stoked. Oh, stoked. Sorry. I thought it was just <laughs> like uh, uh, important. See, see, what pisses me off most about all this is that she has 2 million freaking subscribers. Or 2 million followers. That's that's what bugs me most about this whole thing. She's joined since June 15th. She's been on here this whole time. I and don't care. It... <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. What's the name of her website? Timesupnow.com. Somebody click on that link. I'm going to that. I'm not going to it. I, I promise you that. I'm not going to that. Okay, so <laughs> let's move on to Cyberpunk. I'm going into that link, though. Very good. What do you think, Brie Larson? Oh, God. What do you Cyber. think it is? I don't know. I feel like let's, she's going to... Let's not get political on the Focal Report, Sebastian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> too late. Free Larson got you, you open Pandora's box here, Marshall. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so Cyberpunk. Um first thing I want to shoot this question first to uh Mission of a Man. Where were the genital sliders? Where are the genital sliders? Twenty five minutes of gameplay and zero genital sliders. I didn't see how any of that worked. Well they they pr probably can't show that on YouTube, I'd imagine. <laughs> uh also you want that to be a surprise, right? Yeah. Uh, I think right on opening day. Also, what, what, you know how, like, the, here, I would ask you all this right here. In character creators, what's the general amount of time you spend in a character creator? Mission of a man. Ooh. Uh, usually not very long. I'm kind of boring and uncreative with characters. So, probably 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> But I know I know people who sit there and spend like an entire session perfecting the nose and the eyebrows and the the cheekbones and mm -hmm. yeah, I, I'm I'm not talented enough to do that. <laughs> I just pick boring face, long ponytail, color it gray, call my character Geralt, and then move on. Oh, you okay. Would. <laughs> so to to avoid me not getting in trouble, I am not going to talk about what is in Brie Larson's link. This is going to be a fulcrum first, everybody. Stop. Yes, concentrate on Cyberpunk's back. <laughs> Come back. Is that why you did that mission of a bit? Did you click on the link? Huh? Did you click on the link and find out what it was? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. So that's why you're... Yeah, yeah. That's why I opened it up. I'm like, all right. I can't make fun of this. <laughs> yeah, of no. course you can't because I... I bet you, I haven't even been to the link and I bet you I can tell you what it is. Give your best get bet, Gilbs. Back to genitals. Yeah, let's you know what let's let's do this off air. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, Harrison. What? How much time do you spend in a character creator, and what what portion do you think? Uh, how will that time share with you the genital uh, character creator? Like what? I want to see the little pie chart. What portion will you spend on your face? What portion will you spend on your junk? Um, I mean, it depends on how many junk options there are. Five. If it's if it's just one slot one slider, then like it's not gonna be much. But if it's like if I have like a shaft to sack ratio <laughs> that I need to sort out, then it'll it'll take longer. 
um, you know. So it depends. Like, if if the genital like uh, customization has the same depth as the face customization from uh, Saints Row Two, then we're looking at about a four hour session. <laughs> yeah, they they said they have five uh, five penis options plus the slider. Gotta make my ball sack uh, look perfect. <laughs> wait, there's five, wait, so there's just like five different penises to choose from, and then you yeah, adjust it from there. I can't believe we're talking about confused. So this, they have to. What do you mean? This is, this is what what there is to talk about. I know, and I can't freaking believe that this is like the yeah. the main function is you can choose what your dick looks like. I'm like, Ugh. because like if we want to get real honest, okay, like let's say we just talk about this game. It's like, uh, okay, it's a first person uh, RPG. It looks really badass, first of all, mm. but then, uh, and then it has some new elements of uh, what do you call it? Released, uh, kind of like a camera. And did you guys see that? It's a new a new feature that they kind of unveiled during this gameplay thing, and basically you can um, Gilbert. I think it's about uh, three quarters of the way in. Right. It's basically like this new mechanic where you can like go back through recorded footage and inside people's heads. It's very like watchdoggy esque kind of. I'm trying to figure out where else I've seen it, like the Telltale Batman thing. Oh, is it this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy right here. Oh, okay. Oh, like the dream. There you go. Dream dance editor. So you can like fast forward. So like for example, this was um, and then here we can start on this as a topic. But like, um, and I'll start with Gilbs actually. But like we have the brain dance editor, and this guy right here is basically like there's a liquor store robbery or something like that, and then the guy gets popped outside of the of the liquor store right after he robs the place. So, like, you go back through and you investigate it and you find out, like, where he got shot from, what he was, you know, looking at during uh, this so you thing. Can I, like, do, like, a Batman Arkham City kind of thing where you, where you like, have to remake the scene and follow it and shit like that? Yeah. That's cool. Mm. See, I would just rather this not be in the game. <laughs> I feel like it's going to, I feel like I'm going to be, like, doing this. Mer- well, you guys ever play, like, Watch Dogs or anything? You're just, like, trying, you, you know, yeah. the game's going and going and going and then all of a sudden you have to stop and do this like stupid puzzle thing or i feel like this you know this detective mode right here is gonna probably cost me about like 15 minutes of like you know i think this is gonna be a very very small part of a, a massive game whereas watchdogs you know didn't have too much to do in it i, th- I think this is gonna be a small part of cyberpunk overall it is it feature that they are going to work into the story so you are going to use it multiple times i think we're going to have to wait for like our cyberpunk review to figure out like how many times they pulled this out but it was a huge portion of the live stream that they did the other day and um we're gonna have to do the cyberpunk review in about 25 years when we've all had time to finish it one does not simply finish cyberpunk yeah You guys do know after when this game releases, you're not going to hear from me anymore. Oh, I'm almost <laughs> certain of that. It's going to go live in the wasteland. <laughs> you guys want to see me again? It's kind of cool. They have like a, this like weird Mad Maxy kind of looking like out of like out of the cities. You can like this big open world. Yeah. So let me let's get into that, and then I'll uh, we'll hear the first thoughts from Mission of a Man. But there's three different life paths that you can start off on. So before you even like. You, you create your character and then it asks you three different life paths. So there's like three different intros and then it kind of gets sets up the world for you 
Um, after all the intros, it's going to become a similar-ish experience for everybody. Mm -hmm. But you are going to have like those different relationships and different uh, dialogue options. Then. Yeah. It's, so it's kind of like the same way with Mass Effect. Mm -hmm. or, or at least Mass yeah, Effect exactly. 1. Um, so you're going to have, let's see, you have the light, uh, life path, you have the, uh, corpo who is like a corporate, uh, you know, you're working for, uh, some company and you're hunting down technology and stuff. You're, you're monitoring stocks and you can hack through stuff. Um, I think the corporation ends up turning on you. Um, but like that's, that's kind of that character. Then you have this, uh, I think this guy's called a nomad. He's, uh. Yeah, very be more vehicle based. Um, they come from the the outer city outside of Night City, whatever. Uh, so you have this like Mad Max looking area that uh, that's going to be in the game. I had no idea that was going to be in the game until a couple of weeks ago, by the way. And then I heard I heard them talking about how yeah, there's this full city, and then you can drive out here, and there's like desert. So that's kind of trippy. And then the third option is going to be Street Rat. And Street Rat's going to be like basically what it says. You're Han Solo-esque character. You, you know, you're on the streets, you're stealing cars and that kind of... Which is You've got kind a pet of, monkey. Huh? You've got a pet monkey. There's a wizard who wants you to get a lamp. <laughs> Arabiana. <laughs> um, so these are the three life paths, basically. Um, I'll start with you, Mishima Man. Which one kind of sounds the most interesting to you, or what kind of playstyle are you gonna want to? How are you gonna want to tackle this game? Uh, I think Nomad uh, would be my preferred choice. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah. Right. I saw. I think I saw the street rat one first, and I heard the street rat, and I was like, "Oh, that's me." But then I see this stuff, and I'm like, "How could you not dig garage shit?" And I mean, I'm sure uh -huh. you'll be able to do that though. Like, even if you choose street rat, eventually you'll be able to get to the wasteland and start doing stuff in the garages. Thank you, Gilbs. I think it is called wasteland. Yeah, uh, I, I, I really, really like uh, that in RPGs uh, where you get to pick kind of a background story and affects the dialogue throughout the game. Um, one that does it really well is Divinity Original Sin 2, if anyone's played that. Oh, no. Uh, no. So I, you, that one. I did the, uh, what's yeah. Dragon Age? Dragon Age? Yeah, yeah Dragon Age Origins Div does that. Divinity, mm -hmm. Divinity 2 is on the Switch uh, PC consoles, whatever. but I highly recommend that game. It's so good. The storytelling is really good. It's like a pen and paper RPG, kind of as the narration as well. Uh, but yeah, it's really good. But oh, anyway. Awesome. I've yeah. seen that before, actually. Yeah, it's like a kind of a top-down uh, role yeah, So good, so good. Okay. Anyway, so like when you when you pick a character, um, you can kind of pick like you have a soldier's background or a scholar, or you've come from a life of riches or you know poor background, and it doesn't affect like gameplay or quests, but with dialogue options, uh, it'll give you like in brackets soldier, so like your background, and then you can choose a dialogue option based on your background and. Yeah, which I think we saw right there, right? Didn't we see for for that guy in the oh, in the yeah. cars? And it was like a, an additional. Yeah, hang on. It says yeah. log option or something. Yeah, uh, I pull it up right now. Mm -hmm. Right, crap. Damn, I, I love all the first person stuff, by the way. Oh, oh yeah, sure. When it's flying around in planes. Oh, boo! First person. When it's driving in cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there we go. Uh, where do we have it right there? 
Oh yeah, we have like, yeah, so you, you will have like additional options. I think also there's a skill tree too, so you can make your character. I heard one reviewer was saying that they they, they messed up and their character was kind of stupid. <laughs> so like they didn't have any intelligent answers. Oh, so that, all right, so that's actually kind of cool. So did you guys know that in uh, Fallout New Vegas, that if you made your intelligence like super low, that would actually yeah. affect, like you would say stupid things? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's going to happen in this game. That, that sounds awesome. Does like, that... What, there's what's a up? guy from like uh, Fallout Two, I think. There's a there's a character in like one of the original like top down isometric Fallouts where um, if you meet him like if you meet him and you have like an average intelligence stat, like everything he says is nonsense. He goes, ah, oh, I need cow, yeah. cow gets it. But if you have really low intelligence as well, then yeah, you, you can talk him, to like, him. Yeah, he's like, ah, hello, good sir. How are you? I need some help with my Brahmin. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, like that's that's a that's kind of a fun thing when you make your intelligence super low and then you get like a fun little like Easter egg like that. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, yeah, I would. And then man, they're giving me a little too many options, and I don't know how in depth it's gonna go. But like, um, I feel like I'm definitely gonna play all three life paths for sure. And then not only that, but like, man, if you're giving me options to play as like a dumb character, am I gonna have to play like, oh, a dumb street rat, and then a smart street rat, and a dumb, you know, uh, sounds really, sounds really fun, and on all the plausibilities of it. Yeah. Um, Harrison, what are you? Did it, I? I didn't ask you yet, right? What? What? What life paths did you think you were gonna choose? Uh, I actually would probably go with the the corporate one. Okay. Um, because like. The thing that I think is really interesting about uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is the massive um, body modifications and like mm -hmm. like those guys we saw in that really early trailer um, where their like their eyes were all gone, mm -hmm. like in front of their face. So I want to play as a character that's in the middle of that. Uh, some of the other versions are a bit too far away from it that you know they're sort of like the nomad living outside. I kind of want someone who like fully embraces the ludicrous world that you're in. So do you see right there? Okay, there you go. So you have the, the corpo oh, thing right there and you yeah. see there's like stocks on the side. Hang on a second, let me, let me pull back to that. They said, okay, so this is the intro level and then at some point I think you're going to get hacked and lose your all, all your abilities, but it's showing you what you could have if you're a high level yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas if you go over to the Nomad, you're not going to see some of this UI stuff. They also said there's a lot of really badass stuff. And then, like I said, very immersive, like, for example, there's like an eye augmentation where if you don't have the particular yeah. augmentation, you won't be able to see how many bullets are in your gun. Oh, that's cool. I mean, that's, that's the, kind of the same thing I think is, uh, what was it? Um, there, uh, Deus Ex. I think they did that uh, similar thing in there, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, I mean. Deus Ex, like, uh, especially with the later games, like, I had the issue of basically you could get every upgrade. It was just when you got it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like, like, like the original Deus Ex, yeah, had loads of stuff like that. Like, if you just didn't put points into hacking, you won't get into this room. <laughs> I just dig that feature is like, you know, I feel like I would be playing around in the game and um, it does make it slightly more... Um, and I'm sorry for keeping using the word immersive, but like it, it is, oh, well, you get the numbers right there, which are totally immersive breaking. 
but <laughs> uh like it's it's rad to just pick up a gun and and then there you have to think in your head it's like well okay i, I don't know how much how, is yeah, in how many here did i fire yeah and then obviously like you're not going to count them or anything but to to go to fire a gun and nothing happen and you have to reload your gun real quick or you know you're firing on a whole bunch of guys and you run out halfway through the, the group or something oh, dude that, that's that, exciting for me that, well that that's happened to me multiple times on uh, red dead redemption like i get into the middle of a gunfight and i think i like i have my gun loaded and i go click i'm like crap and i had to you know you have to like pull the trigger oh back. yeah <laughs> so yeah like that that crap does happen especially in in so i'm almost certain that's gonna happen to me i'm be running around with a shotgun and it's gonna go all sarah connor just click it's like shit yeah run behind something and quick load it up Exactly. Um, but if you spend time uh, in like the that augmentation instead of like your strength or whatever or your yeah, hacking, then, then you can get a, an ammo counter. Although, wouldn't you think you could you just put those on your guns? Like if you could, if like wouldn't you just put an ammo counter on your gun instead of having like an eye implant? Right. There's also blueprints for guns too. So who's not to say that there isn't going to be some sort of like attachment for your gun itself? So yeah, like I, I feel like that's going to be a big part of it too. Is how much how much augmentation you want to do versus how much how human do you want to stay? Well, and then that's another thing too, is because then you think of it this way. Um, okay, yeah. So you have the thing. Yes, yeah, slap the ammo counter on your gun or whatever. But when you go to switch to your secondary gun, that's not going to be on there. You know what I mean? True, so true. that that's a fun little bit of strategy. Um, but uh, oh, you brought up a, a really good point, Gilbs, and then I think I'll shoot this next question to you. Um, I would love to just try, hopefully there is an option where you can go through this game as just a straight up regular person. Would that be something that you would be, uh, a play style that you would be willing to well, check out once? I mean, like I, that's that would be my thought is that, you know, if they're, t they're, they're telling you, oh, hey man, you can do all this crazy stuff. You can have like five eyes and two ears and or three ears and whatever. And you can have a freaking like a crazy, like, you know, a third arm on you or whatever, like whatever augmentations they're saying you can have. What if I just want to be a normal guy? Like I'm down for maybe, maybe having like a thing where I can have x-ray vision or something. But what if I, what if I just want to be a normal dude and not have like the crazy ass arm that turns into a gun? The only thing also is I did see that there is some sort of like crowd hacking feature. So you're going to be able to like, um, it is very watchdogs-esque. So you're going to, if you get the, the eye implant or something like that, you're going to be able to walk up to people. And, well, and yeah, I'm, I'm not saying the game's not going to incentivize you to, to do that and to get all that stuff. But I'm just saying, what if I like, because what if my story is that, you know, I don't like augmentations. What if, what if my character doesn't do that? Yeah, no, I'm down, dude. That would be that would be super cool. And then to also, can you imagine beating the game and coming out on the other side like that too? Yeah, be like, bet you that's an achievement. Bet you. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, oh, the thing I am just super stoked about this because we played a lot of open world games. But what open world game is like fully lived in, where you can like go inside of this little diner, or you can go inside a bar, like all the stuff you can go inside. Not all the stuff, obviously, but so much stuff you can go inside of and i i just love the just seeing like the day-to-day like day-to-day uh life in this completely you know entirely different world that that we're not too far from often you know <laughs> um we've talked about this quite a bit before so um i'm gonna ask you guys we're getting really really close do you, do you do you guys since the second year anniversary? Do you guys remember how we all made the uh, the pack to look like Harrison? Okay, 
I Here's remember the... you guys did. Oh, okay. I, don't, I don't ever recall uh, promising to, to make a mohawk of my hair. <laughs> my character in... in uh, oh, no, oh, no. In... oh, you're meaning the game. Oh, that's right. That's right. I do remember that. Okay. All right. Yeah, in Cyberpunk 27, when that game comes out, uh, we'll all... We'll all suit up as Harrison. <laughs> nice. I hope there's a camera mode. That way we can just like show all the, the ludicrous shit that is Harrison... It gonna be, is it going to be multiplayer? Not at launch, but uh, it'll come later. Okay. Yeah, they're working on it after. Okay, yeah. okay. I was gonna, I was gonna say I don't remember there being a mention of multiplayer, but yeah, if, it, if we can do that, then that's I'm totally down for that. I'm all down. Yeah, and then I'm kind of stoked about that too because we're gonna get to sit down with this, enjoy the single ex player experience, and get down all the mechanics, and then you know after maybe a year or something, pop into the to the multiplayer. And I think this is gonna be one of the most bitching you know online games you'd ever played in your life you know it, it's great it's like how many steps off from the matrix now you know what i mean see i'm scared like i'm afraid that if, when we if we all start playing this we all get on there uh i'm gonna have like the normal character and you guys are all gonna be like scary like augmented freaks i'm just i'm just gonna feel all out of place <laughs> this is gonna be three harrisons <laughs> yeah, th three harrisons in the gilbs hey gilbs you like my legs they're made of miniguns <laughs> Did you ever see that movie Grindhouse? Like, no. Well, there's a, there's a, a chick who walks around with a minigun leg and kills zombies with it. I'm like, that's what I'm thinking oh. of right there. Yeah, you, you might know it's Planet Terror. Oh, Planet Terror. Yeah, that, that's right. I was thinking of the wrong one. Or like Austin Powers, where the them robots have machine gun boobs. <laughs> oh yeah, something they can have in this game. Man, I hope so. Right? <laughs> grenade boobs. <laughs> no, I like, like infiltrate Gilbs's cyberpunk world and like seduce him and then murder him with my machine gun boobs and be like, ha, Gilbs, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yes. Boom. Well, it's a good thing I know what your what your gamer tag is. <laughs> I'm gonna change it and then be like, hey Gilbs, I mean, uh, Cyberpunk <laughs> player, <laughs> welcome back to my place. Oh and my god! Everybody wondering at home, there one hundred percent will be romance options and all that stuff. So yeah, so so finally Harrison or not Harrison, uh, so finally Marshall and, and Sebastian will will finally consummate their love. One hundred percent. You know what's funny too is this is. <laughs> This is intentional, but they had mentioned that they're like, "Oh, we're we're all in on the first person." So when you go down on oh, your god. partner, oh yeah. god! <laughs> I, well, I didn't I realize we were like that. My... I, I didn't realize we were that evolved now. Right? <laughs> Hooray Thanks for to all gamers the customization. Uh, what was that, Marshall? <laughs> Thanks to all the customization, Sebastian's gonna, gonna have a first-person view of my three purple minigun penises. That's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, most Mr. awkward Man. thing in the world. Before we move on from this one, what's what's uh, something that's most exciting? Like you know, opening day, you're gonna crack. Once you get past all the uh, the prologue and stuff, what are you gonna crack into first? Oh. What, what's like, the first thing you're gonna want to do? I'm gonna have a walk around Night City at nighttime and just kind of taking the atmosphere and the detail and what everyone's doing in this city, you know, just get out of the car, walk around and just try and see as much as I can before I start the, uh, start the quest. I think I'm with you. This, um, the thing I think that's missing the very most is like scent. 
because I have like this kind of reminds me of LA and there are parts of LA that I can go visit uh you know um not right now obviously but like when things are normal there's parts of LA that you could just straight up go visit and that do feel unsafe and that are kind of just like this um at my my club I go hang out in uh in off of sunset um it is kind of this similar vibe you know what i mean where it's like this back alley kind of thing mm-hmm. and uh i think the thing that's totally missing is like the smells of this city i want to smell what the city smells like and you know <laughs> that, i don't uh, think we're there uh, yet seb yeah it's gonna be, it's gonna be like a, uh well what game was it it was uh resident evil didn't they send you the flesh flesh scented candles if you got oh, like a- yeah yeah, I, I just yeah. don't know, man. I just don't know. I've heard of that, like the scent, like the scented movies. You know, like you watch the movie, and then if they like, you know, if it's like a Fast and the Furious movie, you'll smell burning rubber or stuff like that. But <laughs> I you're gonna say like, like, oh, if it was Fast and Furious, this is the example I always hear with this shit. It's like, well, if you're watching Fast and Furious and they drive through like an orange field. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. You ever notice that? Like, have you not? Have you not done any of those experiences? No. No. I think at Disneyland there's a uh there's like the soaring over California and straight up you fly you, you fly over the oranges because it's of the course, easiest thing to like. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I am so down with you though here, uh, Machinima man. I'm just gonna literally get out and uh, not even sprint. I'm just gonna stroll along and soak in every detail. I don't even know if I'll ever play the main quest. <laughs> first time ever i just might ignore it all just yeah literally like you hear stories of like all the weird shit that people do in, in zelda like i heard the breath of the wild they let their daughter play it so like they literally just use the game as like a chicken farming simulator <laughs> chickens in a coop it like feeds them and shit and like wow. that's it's an entire you know you have the entire game of zelda but this girl figured out how to you know play an entirely separate game so i think that would be kind of cool to yeah, play well, your own little life that's kind of the the beauty of video games, isn't it? You play it how you want to play it. Yeah, so I'm hoping there's a lot of uh, a lot of that in there. Where if I just mm-hmm. want to like wake up and like go spend a Saturday evening in, in uh, Night City, that like that I can do that without having to get into <laughs> confrontations. And you know, I need to, I need to go do some gambling. You go to the you go to the Night City Casino. Yeah, just yeah, you know, and imagine like oh, imagine like, multiplayer is enabled too. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go with me and my homies, and we're gonna go club in. Slightly on topic, but my my brother who doesn't like he's not a, a big gamer, but he absolutely loved the first Red Dead Redemption, mm. and he would sit there for hours and just gamble on that game. Dude, <laughs> seriously, it gets girl- addictive. My girlfriend yeah. would do the uh, that one mini game in Watch Dogs. Uh, have you guys played Watch Dogs here? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that flower bouncing mini game? Oh god, yeah, the AR I, games, I dude. Those, it. dude, those yeah. games were so awesome. I mean, they are, but she made me buy the game to just play those. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and I was like, wait, you know, I mean, and eventually we'd play the other, the rest of the game. But if I wasn't there, she'd straight up just be playing those games within the game. What the yeah. fuck? Uh, admit, admittedly, my favorite part of The Witcher Three was Gwent. <laughs> Gwent Don't lie, no. Sebastian. When you played Kotor, you you spent hours playing Pazak. Nah, actually, I mean, it, when I was little, I tried, uh, but then like once I got older, I was like, nah. <laughs> Star Wars. Please make a Star Wars version of this. I want to go hang out in Coruscant. 
That would It'll be, be so pretty inspiring. All right, Harrison. And uh, before we end this, this, uh, this one, what, what's like the first thing you're gonna do once you boot this game? Of like I said, once you get past all the intro and stuff, once you have full control of your character, what, how are you gonna want to play this game? I think I want to go and, like I said, I, I'm, I want to see all the different stuff. So I'm gonna find like the deepest, darkest pit and find whatever's living in it, and see which bits of it are cut off and replaced with LEDs. <laughs> No, the red light district then. All right. I guess so, yeah. Um, are you going to be a bit of a, are you going to be like a trouble causer? You know, like if somebody mouths off to you, you're going to stab them? No, no, pro probably not. I I don't know why I I find it difficult to enjoy that sort of, uh, that sort of gameplay. Mm -hmm. um, I tend to like, I'm much more on the exploring side of things. I just like to mm -hmm. see stuff that's weird and cool. So if yeah. I don't like <laughs> go and get my character into into like uh, some sort of situation where I can like agree to do things that he probably shouldn't be doing, that'll be interesting. Yeah. No, that sounds really rad. Um, for the most part, I generally don't play like that, especially how like the games like they said. For example, you could go up and stab a cop, and then like or go, you know, if you get in a confrontation and kill a couple people. The the cool thing about this game, the the police won't show up right away. You um, because it's such like a crime ridden city. You know what I mean? You have to do quite a bit to get the cops to show up. Um, but I remember I would play Watch Dogs, the, the second one, actually. And they give you a taser gun in that. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, for the most part, I'd be good. But then, like, occasionally, right before I turn off the game, I'd, you know, you just test out a couple things. And I remember one time I there were, like, this couple, and they, they were on a hill. We're all driving, um, like, driving up to an objective, and I see a couple hiking. So I get out of my car, and then I, <laughs> I take them both to where they fall on the ground. And then slowly drive over them. <laughs> what? Wow, Sebastian, you freaking sicko. This, this wasn't Watchdog Sebastian. This was Tuesday, California. <laughs> sometimes it is fun to just be like, or sometimes I would like secretly try and murder people because you have like the exploding pipes. So like I'd hide behind a bush and wait for like one person to walk by. And just be like, boom. <laughs> um, just be, just cause shit. Because um, obviously we can't do that in real life, so it's fun to to dick around with games and do that but uh, that uh, is, uh very sadistic Sebastian. well like i said because because in real life we can't do this thing so obviously i'm not setting off pipe bombs <laughs> and hiding in bushes <laughs> so <laughs> what's the next best thing um but there, murder there, hikers. Jesus. Huh? <laughs> murdering hikers with a taser gun it's funny when you drive over over there this is the crunch Psychopath. Oh, it's a video game. It's a video game. You're like, Psycho. I wonder. The thing with the video game too is like, you're like, how far will they go? What what parts did they add, and what parts did they add? So <laughs> Can I kill the kid? That's, you're that, you're like, that you guy. You didn't tell us that. Seth huh? wanted us to know that. He wanted <laughs> us to know that about him. Not. That I occasionally murder people inside. Well, I remember the first time I ever touched Grand Theft Auto. I like. You know, you start beating up the civilians, and just, I mean, hopefully everybody does this. <laughs> but I asked my friend, I'm like, "Is it okay if I just like shoot these people instead of like playing the game?" And he's like, "Dude, it's it's the game. You do whatever the hell you want. You want to shoot some people, shoot some people." I'm like, "All right." 
So I do appreciate that with games where it's like, you know, especially the more sandboxy, the more the more fun you could experiment with. You could do all kinds of weird Mythbuster stuff. And what what noise will it make when I run over this person? Or like Gilbert says, what NPCs can and can't you kill? Um, <laughs> the chicken you know, when, when the media try to prove that video games cause violence, they're going to use this Falcon report as evidence. <laughs> you just admitted to us on live on, on like a live feed that you were that you like to kill people or that you like to test out how how it sounds when someone i'm like if the video game didn't exist would you be doing this in real life sebastian is that what you're trying to tell us that's a question for another episode you know what i mean <laughs> like we, we better hope that video games never become outlawed because then sebastian's gonna wow. become like the new zodiac killer <laughs> First time you hear of a couple getting tasted right over, you know who to go to. <laughs> All right, you guys. Oh, okay. No, there was some fun stuff too. You can't tell me that you don't strap like C4 to a bus and then like jump out of the bus and then like barrel that bus into like traffic and then blow the bus up. Nobody does that. It depends on the game. Yeah. But it, like, yeah. 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 So, so, so Watch Dogs is. Is a different experience to just call three. You know, you've got to, yes. you've got to balance it out. It's uh, it's a bit like how like how I couldn't um, you know do like unlawful things in Left for Dead because like the character in Left for Dead is not Left for Dead Red Dead Redemption. The character in Red, Red Dead Redemption is so nice. He's such a nice guy who wouldn't hurt anyone if he didn't have to. Not it Red feels really too. weird to do it. You, uh, yeah. yeah, I do agree with you because Watch Dogs, I remember that was one of the huge things with the, because in the first one you play as a uh, Uncle Aiden, the guy who smokes six packs and smokes today. My trees got killed. <laughs> he's, always, he's always so sad all the time about everything. Well, no, but that makes it okay. His niece got killed, so it makes it okay for him to just wanton murder everyone. Dude, he mentions every five seconds too. My wait, my niece, gotta do this for her. Um, but then you you play the second one, and then they they listen to the criticism. So you're like you're this happy go lucky, like yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna steal this car from our favorite movie and and gain hype for our social media thing. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's but, just he's a millennial. While you're simultaneously also murdering people with your yo yo, you know what I mean? <laughs> they made him out to be like a cool young hip guy who's you know an activist and he uses. He uses non-lethals, but then they you can just equip an MP5 and murder everybody. But in the cutscene, he's But then you go back to the cutscene. Yeah, he's just he's like, yeah, man, we did it. <laughs> he's like, good job, everybody. We brought the man down. Now let's go celebrate. Because he's in addition to being happy go lucky, he's also massively desensitized because of all the violence. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a fun way to play Watchdogs. Just play Watchdogs as if you're this desensitized millennial. But um, <laughs> all right, everybody. I I think it's like I said. We're gonna have to wait. It's only a few more months. Uh, November Cyberpunk will come out, and then we'll we can tell our stories of all the weird shit that you could do in this game. Because there's obviously the base game of playing the game. You play the game, and you and you do the quest, and you unlock your stuff. But the, there's the the game within the game where it's like my chicken coop, or my my, chicken co <laughs> my Zelda chicken coop. You know what I mean? No, but how funny would it be though if they if you have a chicken coop in in uh, Cyberpunk? Oh, I remember oh, my that, cyber chicken from, coop. That same story, the guy was saying that one of his daughters would do that with the chickens, and then his other daughters would tame horses, name them, and then like ride them, mm -hmm. like on a particular path every single day, each one of them, and like talk to them and shit. So 
Okay, that's I'm like hoping for for a little bit of weirdness like that in this. That would be super cool. I would that's... rather my children do that than run people over slowly in a video game. Yeah, <laughs> admittedly, I'd much rather have them talk to fake animals <laughs> than than kill fake people. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, oh your head didn't crunch the way I, it should have. <laughs> I'm going to totally regret mentioning that all there. <laughs> oh, we're never going to let you live it down now. Right. All right. Uh, Funko Pop time. All righty. Watch. And, and if you if your answer is uh, Sebastian, then you get you, then you get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Yeah. The quiz question for this week was uh, inappropriate Funkos. Let's say you. Let's say one time you bought a Kevin Spacey Funko from from Modern Warfare or something, and then after the fact, he that's not necessarily a Funko you'd want anymore. So uh, I was trying to think of uh, you know what would be some others that we'd Funkos that you wouldn't want to own. Um, and then the the rule was simple; they just couldn't be a real one. So like I said, if Kevin Spacey is an excellent example. I don't know if there is a Kevin Spacey one, but if so, that would be an entry. So uh, starting with Gilbs. What Funko would be one in your collection that you might want to get rid of? Okay, well, this one, I think it's, uh, you know, the obvious one. It would be the uh, Donald Trump Funko, but not the President Trump Funko. I'm talking like the Apprentice, the Donald Trump circa the Apprentice Funko. Oh, you mean like the premium Funko? It's like $39.99 and comes with like a little desk? <laughs> sure, and it like even has a little word bubble saying you're fired. Like I, w I would like to have. Oh, I would talk. I think that it would be the Funko back when Trump was a joke, and we all thought he couldn't be president. And then we come to realize, like, oh crap, he could, he totally could. And so, <laughs> yeah. Then you just feel like an idiot for buying that and thinking that that it was funny. <laughs> I do they have the Trump presidential one? I they know that. I'm looking at it right now. They absolutely do. The tw it's the 2016 campaign Trump, but that's the only one that they have. Yeah, I remember I was talking to my the guy. Uh, it's always interesting too to to find out what Funkos people own because like I was talking to my comic book uh, guy, and uh, you got this like fifty year old guy, and then uh, I always talk about Funkos and I always feel embarrassed because I'm like, oh, this guy probably thinks I'm some stupid kid, but no, he's like, oh, I actually have a couple of Funkos, and then it's always weird to find out what Funkos the person has, and and he had a burning Funko, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see. Okay, cool. So, Apprentice Donald Trump, mm -hmm. you're fired. <laughs> his hand bo or his head bobbling, his like hand slams down on the table. <laughs> like, little yes, exactly. All right, uh, good entry, sir. We're gonna move it on to Machinima Man Marshall. What Funko would would be unsightly in your collection? Well, as usual, I, I still misunderstood the question as uh, what Funko would you least like to see? Not an inappropriate one. So um, oh God, for, least, for, for a Funko I'd least like to be made, I'm going to go with myself. <laughs> because I wouldn't want people constantly harassing me to sign it like you see at Comic-Con conventions where everyone has a Funko for the celebrity to sign. That would be my joke. I was going to be like, uh, name a Funko that you know what created Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian Funko, because twenty years yeah. later, Sebastian gets me too'd. <laughs> you guys uh, hear yeah. about poor angry Joe? What the hell? Yeah. Anyway, I would want to go to my local corner shop to get my daily one liter of vodka, and then be harassed by ask people asking me to sign Funkos of myself 
and I'd get tired of looking at my okay. dead-eyed. Well, now I know. Now self. I know. Have now I now have my goal in life is to make a custom Funko just of you. <laughs> you know, straight up, I know. I I'm trying to figure out what would be more worth it because you can 100%. My I have a friend. Uh, she for her uh, anniversary, she made her and her husband. I'm aware uh, of all. Of, I'm aware of all of this, and there are enough pictures out there. Hell, pictures that I have. Of Marshall that I could that well, that, like, you have like you personally have. I mean, I had to have him for that for that one uh, the cowboy <laughs> shot that I made of all four of us. So yes, in fact, I do have a picture of Marshall. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like the most plain-looking guy in the world, so I, a Funko of me would just be like an average-looking Funko with uh, ginger hair. See, I would do that, and then I would have to have like a, a dumbbell or like a barbell or something like that ne next to you. <laughs> Well, I'm looking yeah. at like my Doctor Evil Funko, and I'm like, or like, it's your, not... or like your dog sitting next to you or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> or, um, or me, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, yeah that, that's pretty, pretty much my defining. Yeah. Features. See, Sebastian's would be him, but <laughs> holding the the Jeff Goldblum Funko. Like a mini <laughs> Funko Funko. Yeah, exactly. And then Harrison's would just be him flipping us off. <laughs> His Funko would be Harrison with angry eyes flipping off the person holding it. And then Gilbs, Gilbs would be him just chilling with his hands in his pocket. Sure, why not? No, no, I'd be me with a shotgun. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Gilbs could have his iconic cap and a shotgun. <laughs> Hell yeah. could packaged with a car and dead Funko hikers wedged under the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you know what? Now I know what I'm getting all y'all for Christmas. <laughs> Right, I don't think it's super super bad. It's not super cheap, but it's not super expensive either. So yeah, Funko Funko pops would be on, dude, with like our little Fulcrum logo. That would be rad on the shirts. All right, um, okay, so we have uh, a shit of a man with a Funko of himself. That's just a Funko that you would not want to have in your collection. Uh huh. Harrison, help me out, sir. What Funko would you not want to have in your collection? Whether it be you know you find out after the fact or or they they made them and and you're stuck with them now what which funko would you not want to happen upon in a in a pound store uh well um i think that they're actually quite valuable now uh but they did have a huge dip in their <clears throat> value um momentarily and rather famously so um, not many people really know this but uh back a few years ago Ja Rule and a man called Billy McFarland put together Fire Festival. And people don't often talk about the special edition ticket that got you, the Billy McFarland and Ja Rule Funkos. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, what happened with those is that they, they, they actually ordered them really early. They got made, they got shipped to the island. Uh, but then the shipping crate that they were in was necessary uh, to hide Ja Rule inside so that he wasn't torn apart by uh, Insta models. So what they had to do was they just dumped all of the Funkos off the shore of the island, and every now and then they wash up next to where uh, uh, El Chapo used to sunbathe. You really hate Funkos, huh? <laughs> do you not do you not have one Funko in your house? No. What about your girlfriend? She she doesn't she hasn't. Oh heard no no. You just refuse. She's like, oh, my Hello Kitty. And you're like, no. No, because they're, cause they're utterly worthless. So we don't buy them. They have no use. They, they're not even nice to look at. They don't come into the house. <laughs> they don't come in. 
Wow, dude, your 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 sheer hatred. It's <laughs> it's inspiring, really. Gilbert, quick, what was the last Funko you purchased? Uh, the last Funko that I purchased was actually it was Connor, uh, the uh, from Assassin's Creed Three. Of course, oh, you bought one from the worst Assassin's Creed Gilbs. No, well, I like. I had, that. To, I had to complete my collection. I have I have Aguilar. I have uh, oh. Altair. I have Ezio, and then I'm looking at getting Edward Kenway. Wait, you have you have the one from the movie, right? Yeah, I, I got that. Yeah. In a, I got that in a loot crate, but still. Yep, I have that guy too. Oh, holding him. There you go. Boom. <laughs> that was my Funko falling over. Um, Marshall, what's the last Funko you popped uh, picked up? I th um I think it was Winston from Overwatch at oh, the Comic Con yeah. a few years ago. Is I'm Winston? Pretty sure that was the last one. Pardon? Is Winston one of your favorites, or are you just? Uh, no, I liked him because he was he was different. He's he's quite uh big compared to most pops. So uh, gotcha. Have the uh, the Orissa one? No, I I stopped. Uh, I stopped getting them uh, before Arissa was released, I believe, because they have all the new characters released now. But yeah, you know what's really trippy? This is a side tangent, but Overwatch Two it got released like what a year ago? No, it's still not released, Sebastian. Oh, you no, know, it got announced. I mean, oh uh, yeah, but yes. the Funkos instantly came out like that week. I was yeah. shocked. So, like some of the new designs, they people buy them. Hmm? They, know, they know people will buy them no matter what. Like. Oh yeah, no, I was just shocked. I was like, man, it's not yeah. the game's not even out. We just saw a a trailer, and they have toys made for this thing. Like that was I not. Mean, look, look, look at the Last of Us Two. The game got announced, and everyone got tattoos of Ellie's tattoo. And now, I'm sure there's many people regretting that. Right. <laughs> that that has to be a whole other episode, by the way. I don't I don't know how you guys feel about the Last of Us. I haven't got to check that one out yet, but I I have been keeping up with the news. And geez. <laughs> Um, okay, I think the winner for this week, um, I think it's gonna be Machinima Man. Machinima wow. Man and his unwanted Funko of himself. Because <laughs> who would want that? <laughs> yeah, it was more like uh, just a Funko of, of anyone, of like yourself, because I think it'd get quite tiresome having to sign them all the time for anyone. But yeah. So yeah, guys, I have a little, little something special to show you. If you go to the. Oh, oh heck! It's for. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Say you hello went to, to me. I... <laughs> Say hello to Funko Marshall. Oh, <laughs> that's quite cool. I had, I actually had one on my phone made of me, and it had my um my little husk. Oh. It used to be my old profile picture. Do you guys remember? I used to have the profile. Yeah, picture? I, I do remember that one. Yeah, so uh, that's where this came from. But yeah, so you've even got your dog. Oh, but I'm gonna make that my profile picture too. So, <laughs> so we yeah. should. Uh, You're welcome, Marshall. Gilbert, but it's, did you just make that up? I literally, I just pulled up my phone and I went to the, I went to the site real quick and I just did that. Okay, while we're editing this, you have to make one for for Harrison. <laughs> See, it's sad that I can't get one that flips me off, but yes, I will. I will make one for Harrison now. All right, cool. Uh, thank you guys so much for for having fun with us this episode. It's our two year anniversary. 
uh, a little lax because like we've been talking about this, you know, we've been talking, we mean Star Wars Squadrons is like whatever, right? And then we have Cyberpunk, which we've been talking about for years. Um, and then we also have the Avenger thing, which we've been talking about for a couple of years now. So like it's it's getting to the point where it's like, all right, it's time for this thing to come out now. And they could only talk about it so much. You know what I mean? So it is a blast talking with you guys and finding out the, the weird things we do in games or the or the uh you know the the what we're gonna do on day one and all that fun kind of stuff. Uh, hearing hearing how we all tackle these games and experiences, uh, it, it's pretty neat. Because, uh, yeah, everybody's going to be buying the same exact game on day one, but the way you can tackle this thing is going to be way different compared to, like, a, you know, a Forza or or a, or a Last of Us even, because that, that has a pretty clear A to B. So um, this will be fun. It'll be fun to check this out with you guys. Uh, Gilbert, thank you so much for, for having, uh, for, for joining us uh, and for uh, having uh, our celebration with us today for our second year of the podcast. Absolutely, man. I would not miss it for the world. It, this has been like just an awesome time. I, and I look forward to many more years with you guys. Hopefully Absolutely. one day we'll actually be able to meet each other in real life. Mm-hmm. It'll happen one day. We're, we're just uh, finally like, like Machinima Man, I finally got your package together. You think I forgot? <gasps> oh, yes. I was waiting for one piece of the puzzle. It's <laughs> the, cringe, oh. the cringeworthy oh, yes. piece. Just uh, make sure to include your address, and I'll send you some things from uh, from the UK too. <laughs> oh, that'll be cool. We'll just <laughs> that that has to be the rule. I have to send you things strictly from America that you can't get there, and then vice versa. I only want things I that I can get like, uh, used undergarments, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. I think it's time for sexy voice. <laughs> Okay, we can just stall for one more minute. I can show you Harrison. Okay, cool. Uh, thank you, Gilbert. No, it's it's awesome. And, and uh, I also want to, like I said, thank you for not only doing this podcast with me, but helping me co-run this channel and, and getting content. Let's see, Harrison's getting... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What kind of shirt is that? Is this some sort of like metal graphic tee? That... Yeah, it's just some, some, some uh, tee that they had on there. Hot Topic t-shirt. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yes <laughs> thank you see if i had my way it'd be a much angrier harrison <laughs> yeah. gilb's deple- depleted two percent of his battery in between making mine and harrison's <laughs> Indeed, I did. yeah my phone is like almost dead so i did appreciate also how the uh how like <laughs> the shirts like Harrison has the rolled up sleeves while well mission of a man has no sleeves it's like the tank top <laughs> well yeah it's because every time I see Harry or Marshall do like an update on his on any profile he's always lifting something pumping iron and anytime <laughs> it's, it's Harrison it's a, he's always looking like well like this <laughs> I have a question, what, do you, what do you do with those heavy things after you lift them like do you put them somewhere are you are you carrying these items from one location to another what's the purpose what is the purpose of me, of me lifting things? Yeah, these heavy items. Get strong, man. Uh, no, I don't. I, I, <laughs> no, I used to. Uh, I used to actually compete in um, powerlifting. I don't compete anymore, but I used to. So yeah, oh. that was the purpose. Little, big, big old Schwarzenegger up in here. <laughs> no, Eric uh, Attic in the comment says you guys got to go Jared Leto on each other. I don't know what that's referring to all the way. 
But yeah. did you mean like we got to put like used condoms in each other's trailers? Oh, like the packages we send each other. <laughs> oh, Gilbert, I'm just gonna ship you my cat, my feral See, cat. I would be so I'd be totally down for that, but my yeah, no, that's just, that would not work. <laughs> my dog would not be down for that. My landlord yeah. would not be down for that. Right. I, I actually haven't, in, uh, by the way, uh, for all those who don't know, we have a new member of the Fulcrum family. His name's Pretzels, the cat. He, uh, Pretzels, the cat. He, uh, he's the official Fulcrum cat. He's like, he's our goose. He's straight up our goose, yeah. And, but, uh, anyways, uh, we will, uh, we gotta get him on some. Can, some. can he eat people? Does he have like a tentacle monster inside of him that can eat people? Because that would be really awesome. He can infect you. <laughs> well, I mean, He's I knew crap. that. He's a fucking cat. It <laughs> said you to the... like. <laughs> didn't care. Um, okay, cool. Mission, my man. Thank you so much for being on. It was it was awesome having you. Um, it's it, like I said, two years later, I wouldn't imagine that it's it, like the same cast of people. I thought it would be revolving and and people popping in and out but no i i'm really happy with the the crew we have going on right here and i wouldn't ask for anything else so mission of a man it's it's been awesome uh making friends with you and also uh, making love with you <laughs> digitally of course uh -huh. yes uh you are my e-boyfriend uh <laughs> two, two years strong sebastian i hope uh we reach our um diamond wedding anniversary one day I want to say you've been an excellent e-boyfriend. Just encouraging and always nice. Yeah. Yeah. You are one of the most positive people I've ever known. And uh, <laughs> it's been a good two years. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, this is a nice relationship we got going on. It's probably one of the best relationships I've ever <laughs> <laughs> The only fucking one I've got going on, so. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. of a man, though. Uh, where can we follow you, sir? And then uh, uh, do you have any plugs? Uh, you can follow me on at Marshall's VA or over on YouTube. And uh, nope, uh, I don't think I have any plugs unless I've been on something on the Star Wars channel that I forgot about. Uh, <laughs> but no, no plugs from me. I'm just waiting one episode. I'm going to be like, yo, Harrison, you got any plugs? And then he's going to like straight up have plugs in his ears. <laughs> Harrison, would you be a plug guy? What did you just say? Plugs. Plugs. You know how people put holes in their ears. Have you seen that? Oh, oh, sorry. Right. Um, no, I, 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 no I, I don't have plugs. Would you? Nah, it doesn't really appeal. Right. I feel like I could probably look like I, our style would probably match with the uh, with the plugs. But like, yeah, I just have something about putting, I already have earring holes. I, I have something about putting giant holes in my ears that are just... <laughs> You have to be really committed to them as well. Like you have to be like, I'm okay with having this forever. And like, oh, oh you're not talking about okay, you're talking back. about like the holes. Okay, I, I I was confused. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Plugs? You mean like the the gauges, like the the holes? In yeah, the yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we 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 call them. Some, yeah. I'm like. Well, yeah, I've heard them called gauges, but like I think the gauges are like the thing, the actual like piece. But like if you have okay. like, just, yeah, you were just, just confusing the hell out of me. I'm like, what the fuck. Yeah, plus also, they smell like rancid cheese. That's what I've heard. That's what I, another reason why I don't have plugs because I heard like starting them you off. You have a like next to someone who's had those who has those plugs, man. You better like cheese. 
Right. Well, dude, shots fired at your last girlfriend, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, fuck right. that. <laughs> wow. Okay, then. Harrison, thank you so much for being on, sir. It was, it was awesome. Uh, like I said, I, I keep saying with everybody, two years later, um, it's it's really cool having you a part of my, my friend Arsenal. And uh, I just love all the different colors of, of uh, people that I've met on on uh, this YouTube and the social medias and all that stuff. And uh, it's cool. It's really cool. And making friends with, with people and, and finding out what you have in common with people and, and things you definitely don't have in common. <laughs> but at the end of the day, that we're all still buddies. Uh, it's really awesome. So thank you so much for being on the show, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, would it be faster if we just sang Rainbow Connection now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I know that one. Take it away. <laughs> Why are there so many songs about rainbows? <laughs> What's on the other side? <laughs> I feel like one one day we need to do like our fulcrum quarantine sing along. <laughs> oh God! Oh, you know what song we sing? We sing the the song from uh. <laughs> We sing the the song from the uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special, the one Carrie Fisher sings, where it's like, "There." Did you guys ever hear that? Thankfully, no. Oh, <laughs> Carrie Fisher in the Holiday Special sing. Then that has to be. I think we're gonna do that during Christmas time because I've never seen the Holiday Special throughout, so we have to watch it. But the Star Wars Holiday Special, she, Carrie Fisher sings in it, but she sings to the tune of the Star Wars theme. So there's like. A song out there with words going to the same melody as bum 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 bum. Holiday special, now. right? Isn't that the one where the where Boba Fett actually got his that one gun from the Mandalorian? You know, like they, everyone was crowing about, oh, that's the gun from the holiday special. You mean where this where this Funko came from? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes that thing, Sebastian. Jesus Christ. I want to play a game one day to see like. If like if if it's impossible to not somehow tie back into Funkos, you know what I mean. I, I, have, I have a question for you, Sebastian. Have you ever taken like a Funko with you out in public, like for a walk or or like to carry around? Yeah. No, but I will now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out which one I'll do it with. Huh? I just thought you'd keep one in your pocket wherever you go. Funko in my pocket. Um, yeah. No, I do have a Funko on my keychain, though. I have the, the Sonic Funko. <laughs> oh. You got to go fast, yo. But with that right. being said... <laughs> right, right. But no. Why is it a Funko keychain? You could have just got a, a real Sonic keychain. Because <laughs> uh, I like Funko. Why? It's a worse version of something that already exists. <laughs> because I have OCD and there's uniformity. There's colors. There's <laughs> It's entirely about the collecting for me. It's it's an investment. I'm I'm expecting these things to, to pay off eventually. Is that why you collect them, Gilbs? Yeah, they're all my Funkos are in their are they're in their original boxes. unless I it's like one I really, really want to keep and then I pop it out and then it then it's mine. I know. I'm looking around the room. I think I have like um, like a dozen in their boxes still. And but then like, 
there's like so so, so harrison it's not about for me it's not about having something stare at me it's more about just having something that, that eventually will will be worth more than it was yeah i, I mean okay i've got some bd babies to sell you mate <laughs> not interested <laughs> there you go that was an excellent <laughs> for me it's like the uniformity the more there are the more and there's just a, there's a pile of focos there's a pile of focos i'm gonna i'm gonna pile up all my funkos and just and just laugh at them and, and make snow wow. go angels like a madman uh I, apparently i have an unopened copy of the pianist starring adrian brody on blu-ray watch your mouth sir <laughs> swear to god potty mouth over there right like, so what do you say about the penis I just say I have an unopened copy of it on Blu-ray for some reason. Is that a collector collector's item? <laughs> it depends. Is Adrian Brody really really popular right now? No. So no. Oh, it's the, the worst. Ever. You have a worthless piece of plastic, my friend. I feel like the worst friend ever because like I'll get Christmas presents or birthday presents, and like if like if I'm playing through my games, I won't take the plastic off the one you just got me. So like for example, I still ha I'm playing Breath of the Wild right now. I have Link to the uh, Link's Awakening still in this plastic, sitting there almost one year later. Oh, bro, uh, bro. To I the point where I'm like, you know, right. I just maybe start opening them right away, or my girlfriend's never gonna get me a game ever again. <laughs> What I mean, do I, I do know, though? I know Breath of the Wild is awesome, but how are you gonna not play uh, Link's Awakening? Like for Duke Nukem, the original is four pound on the Nintendo eShop right now. Oh, that reminds me, I just picked up I picked up Doom. I picked up both Dooms, I picked up like Castlevania, Pod uh -huh. Racers. If you guys have never played Pod Racers on PS4, oh my god. One of the best Star Wars games ever. But all right, I think we dragged this episode out long enough. It's just, <laughs> it's Fulcrum Report, second anniversary, episode 87. Thank you guys for, for joining us. It's been Gilbert, Harrison, Marshall, Sebastian. Don't forget to uh, dro drop a like on this video. Um, subscribe to our channel. We have tons of stuff coming out. I uh, We'll have some reviews and gameplay coming out this week, as well as a uh, bell notification so you know when those come out. And then comment below. We're still trying to figure out if we're going to keep up with the live thing if you guys like the live um we're not sure if it's hurting us all the way on youtube if you just post like a fully made video like as is that gets you more hype than like doing what we do but uh we'd like to hear from you guys and and let us know what you think but uh it's it's a blast coming here every week and hanging out with you guys and uh and not just gilbert harrison and marshall but uh, dale erdman and, and pirates addict and that spence if he's ever going to show up again but <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much, and uh, this has been Fulcrum Entertainment with another episode of the Fulcrum Report. Bye, everybody. <laughs>